Good evening. Welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's Sean Bell. I'm joined by Matt Murray. Hello. Full stop. That uh, I mean, out of the regulars, that is it. That's it. This Tick. week. Um, but, you know, might be an improvement, to be honest, because we're, <laughs> we're being joined by Joshua Garrity. Hello. And Darren Gargett. Hello. We're bringing the greyness. Bringing, yeah. yeah. Bit Some of, um, dry yeah. academic commentary is what just a bit of TCGS solid sort of six needed. out six out of <laughs> ten yeah, yeah just you know that's what we need that's what we needed that's what we figured like you know obviously Dave and James not being here we just need a firm reliable <laughs> hand on the tiller um how you both how you both doing you all right Josh. well <laughs> I'm recovering <laughs> from COVID at the moment okay so. That's so fun. not not hundred percent then. Not not a hundred percent. I'm hoping that it's going to give me quite like like a gravelly gravitas during this recording. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. So I'm just going to trigger some people's ASMR during this oh, yeah. podcast God, recording. Yeah. Hopefully, um, looking forward but, to that. Yeah, but um, do you yeah, feel I'm, a bit like like it's not really that special having COVID at this point? <laughs> is it? No. Do you feel like you've missed out? Yeah, Boring. Like it, it would have been cool if I was one of the early adopters, but now yeah, it's like, yeah. I'll I don't tell know, you about would it. I was livid. Cool? Like, me getting it, like, a month or so ago, it's like, Jesus, it's just embarrassing at this point. Like, I, oh, great, you've done you two years late. Well done. I mean, you yeah. talk to Carl Moon, who's constantly nearly on the brink of death. He had it, like, day one, <laughs> didn't he? I was like, I don't think it is cool to get it early. I think it's no, pretty no, shit. Yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, let me retract that. I'm very glad I got COVID post-vaccine and the booster. I think there that was go. probably a good idea. That's the yeah. right answer. Yeah. Right can't yeah. believe Josh been cancelled within 30 seconds of being on the show. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's what go. I'm here for. That's why I've never been on before because it was always the the risk, wasn't it? Bringing a, yeah, an eccentric character like myself on. So yeah, yeah, I was going to ask because because I couldn't remember if either of you had been on before. Oh, Am I yeah. right in thinking Darren has? I've, I've been Josh on three hasn't. times before. Yeah, he's a three timer. Yeah, Darren. Yeah. When yeah. was that? Um, <laughs> episode forty eight. Uh, 96 mm-hmm. and 152. So I haven't been researching it. I wasn't obsessed when you told me. I was this gonna say, how you just, <laughs> have you got those tattoos that out? on your arm? <laughs> not, not on my arm, no. Somewhere else. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, no it, was, um, it goes something like ukulele, Sea of Thieves, and Dangerous Driving. I, those are the uh, games I remember talking about. Okay. Fair dues. All the, all the good Fair ones. Dues. I was going to say, yeah, but arguably the three games of Defined Generations. I was going to say, uh, yeah. Defined me as a person, I reckon. What a selection. <laughs> Um, right, we should probably thank our Patreon producers for this month. They are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Happy Birthday Sam and Neil, Gabsy Wabsy, Rocketman76, Rex Reese, Happy New Year Sam, Love from Neil, Grey Dragonclaw, Fred Fenn, Sensible Steve Garrett, Smooth Monkey, Happy Mother's Day Sam, Love from Doctor's Finally Sexy Fan, and Jeff Scred. Smooth did Monkey. We, I can't, did, did we agree, if, was it, is it Jeff Scred or is it Jeff's Cred? Hmm. It can be whatever you want out. to be. I mean, Jeff, it is, it is Jeff a one Jeff. word. It's a one-word yeah. name, like Madonna. Yeah, Jeff Scred. I've got to I'm say, just... right, I've got my incense yeah. burning. I've got my Matt Haig book next to me, the Book of Calm or the Comfort book. <laughs> I've got Twinkly Lights all around me. You reading yeah. those Patreon names is so much yeah. nicer than David. <laughs> oh, it just goes right through me, that guy. It's like a cheese grater. Like, it's just my brain starts dribbling. It's just like, nice, calm. Sure. Well, he got all. Uh, last David time listens he, he, to this, don't you, Darren? Yeah. yeah exactly. And last time he last time he oh, wasn't yeah. on, he got all upset because he's he's done the whole the judo move on us of like pretending he's got feelings now, so we can't say yeah. mean things about him when he's not here. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, those people <laughs> went to patreon.com forward slash TCGS, um, where there are a number of different tiers. We're going to be doing some fishing. We're going to get, not really, not in real life, obviously, that's awful. Um, but in VR, we're going to do a VR co-op. F- f- oh, that's not really co-op, is it? We're not. It's not like we're catching the same fish and all going like, right, you get a hook in him as well, fucking right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I don't know if yeah, it's going to be competitive or, or or competitive or competitive or co-op, but who cares? You know, looking forward to yeah. some VR fishing for the uh, £8.50 and above tier on Patreon this mm. month. We still need to record our Patreon bonus show uh, as well, uh, which we'll do in the next week or so, I reckon. Um, so no, I mean, there's, there's plenty of stuff over there on Patreon, of course. Yeah, um, we need to set dates for those, but Farley is very rudely on an actual holiday, which I'm sure you've all seen on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I'll give me again the, the, some of the best stuff we've ever done. Like, all our Game of yep. the Year stuff, E3 shows, it's just kind of all pointless, really, because the pictures yep. of James have done better than any of our <laughs> other content could ever hope to do. Because what I love about them is that obviously people will see them and just think, ah, like he's just playing up to it. Like, he, you know, it's just what he's like. But the messages he's been sending us... A, a, like sincere like him just <laughs> just being like oh everyone's really friendly oh there's too much food it's so loud I can't <laughs> yeah we haven't had to do a lot a lot of editing it's basically okay we'll just screenshot yep. the text you send us <laughs> yeah pretty much um but i think he i think he has actually had a nice time i hope he has yeah i can't wait to hear more um, when he does get back because um yeah, yeah it's an amazing place have you even yeah. you two been before uh oh, Josh yeah. went down yeah, I, I I do gent like New York is is a lovely lovely city. Um, mm-hmm. I like controversially, I don't think the pizza is maybe as great as New York <laughs> likes to think it is. Um, but uh-huh. the bagels, man, oh, the ba- <laughs> breakfast bagels in New York, absolutely killer, um, amazing. Mm. I think you need to say forget about it. No, because I don't want to offend our America. The, I was going to say I've, I've seen I've seen that TikTok where the guy gets assaulted for <laughs> for saying that. Have you have you seen that one? I haven't. Oh, I haven't. Oh, it's incredible. He just I think someone like sort of bumps into him as he's crossing the road and just goes like, "Hey, like I'm walking here," and she lift, like this woman comes back and just like grabs him by the throat. <laughs> it's like we don't fucking talk like that. We don't. That's <laughs> oh, incredible. <laughs> Um. <laughs> all right, so I've, I've offended Dave Turner's and New Yorker people. So yeah, yeah. cool. Okay, I'm doing all right. It's a very strong start. Good job. Mm. Uh, any... Cancelled within ten minutes of the podcast. That's true. Yeah. I don't, neither of you have sworn yet, have you? No. Fuck. Um, oh, oh, there you go. Jesus. Can't believe it. Josh is fine. It's, good. it's it's nice. We've got yeah. a digital swear jar now. You have to put like it's literally Jay's swear jar, and you have to put like five quid in it every time you swear. That's why we never swear. And just Jay what, does no Jay just get the money? Me here, so he <laughs> can say whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> That's damn uh, right. Did man. we have? He's oh, oh, all right, all right, steady on, Josh. <clears throat> did we have any feedback from the community, Matthew? We did. Uh, we'll start with Corey. Since Sean predicted that Tunic would be on Game Pass, can Thank we you. officially change the name of Bell's Bullshit Arena? Thanks <laughs> to the podcast, guys. It's truly a burning flame in an otherwise pretty shitty world at the moment. P.S. I was listening through a recent episode uh, through a speaker, and Matt yelled, I have a boner. Everyone, <laughs> everyone in the house heard it. Thanks for the podcast, lads. It really is incredible. <laughs> Good to hear. Um... I don't think we need to change the name of Bell's Bullshit Arena, right? Because we're just mm. we're just either in it or not. If I say something that happens to be correct, it just means we weren't in Bell's Bullshit yeah. Arena. I, yeah, I don't want to get a separate named arena. Yeah, just for saying things that are correct. Yeah, at the time we think, yeah, we're definitely in Bell's, yeah, Bell's Bullshit Arena, but then later you're like, no, yeah. actually, we never were. 
No, yeah, we just thought we were. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite a strange place. And uh, having read that bit of feedback, if you read it out loud and someone else had yeah. their phone on speaker, they've heard Matt's got a boner again in the, in the That's public true. space. So it just keeps on going and going. And again, again, I hope Corey's got this on loud and it's yeah. just like, <laughs> not again. And then, you know, every week, yeah. the same thing happens. I mean, is there anything you want to say, Matt, to the everyone in Corey's house? I've got a boner. Just, make um, it, just making it worse. I, <laughs> uh, Brigby, uh, re Sean's podcasting habits. This is, I, I assume, on the last uh, pod, uh, 8 minutes mm. 15 to 8 minutes 24. Sean, please kindly specify what you meant with... Oh, I should have uh, I should have probably done some prep for this, but on the last episode, <laughs> Sean, you said something, and they want you to specify what, what you meant by something. When you mentioned, yeah. if I'm listening to podcasts, it's because I'm doing or cooking or doing... It's because I'm driving or cooking or doing something. I hope this is set sources it is in my head cannon. Um, oh, it's just like housework and stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, George, <laughs> George O'Keefe, I would like to apologise for upsetting Sean on his birthday. Dave had the measure of it when he said it was just banter. I myself use QCY branded earbuds to listen to the podcast. And apart from not having noise cancellation, I don't think they're any better or worse than the more expensive branded alternatives. Whilst Sean's disdain for Apple is admirable, none of the other corporations are any better. I'm genuinely really happy he's enjoying his tray and always enjoy listening every week. Lots of love from George. No, right, listen. I don't have disdain for Apple. I have an iPad. It's lovely. Um, it just, I, gen, I just, I find that it's Apple fans who are more weird about like unofficial accessories. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm glad that you're glad that I'm glad. Game, well, Sean, the gamer why table you is at me still. When you said that, I wasn't. I'm was just looking at the screen. Oh, okay. You're, just looking, you're all on the screen at the same that. time. I mean, I, I, I find um, that it's weird, but no, I no because you've got loads of non-Apple stuff. Dave and James are worse for it. They're also not here, conveniently enough. Oh yeah, so we can rip into um, apart from Dave, who I've always loved. Um, yeah, 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 because he has feelings now. Yeah, apparently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I do have my Apple stuff, but I, I also don't mind my, my AirPods Pro because I'm a I'm a wanker. Uh, your gamer table. I was surprised you didn't go for the CFE's yeah. round world table thing instead and have that. Did you know it, it was suggested or oh, well, not? I, not not like seriously, but yeah. It's Sorry, there's a what? I've got a, there's a, it's go lovely. It's a round table and you put stuff on it and then the world map is the CFE's world map and it sits in front of my telly and it's great. I mean, I know the map off the like, like the back of my hand. I was going to say, so, sure, you don't need the yeah, map anymore. I don't need a map. But it's and nice what happens anyway. when they, because sure, at some point they're going to add more to the game, right? Well, they've added the more fortress, aren't they? They ain't on the map, are they? I'm oh, they're not, they're not on the side table. Yeah, yeah, you can just scratch them on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just get yeah, a yeah. compass. Yeah. Just... It's like a little, like a, like a little mini coffee table thing. Yeah, it's lush. Yeah. It cost me like 60 quid, it's all right. But that's not going to work on the couch, though, is it, Darren? That's that's what Sean's, yeah, that's why Sean's one works. He can have it on the couch with his, you know. I mean, that's what I said to my five-year-old when she picked it up and put it on the couch. Look, Dad, look what I'm doing. It's like, no, you put that down on the floor. It doesn't no. work there. Put the map down. I, uh, I bet it doesn't charge your phone either, does it? <laughs> no, I mean, you do, I'm taking it back. It's rubbish. <laughs> Don't like it. I'm I'm I bet it's not even modular, <laughs> which Shaw's definitely is. Yeah, 100%. You just can't buy any of the modules. Um, uh, well, Joshua, sure, uh, gamer table, do you fancy one? Oh, sorry. I'm Okay. I'm all right. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll wait five years and then see and check in. I'll see how I feel. Is it, no, this is a, like obviously depending on your living room layout. I fully concede it would be useless to a lot of people because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, there's been people in the Discord just being like, "I don't get it. 
What's the point? The point is, don't have a table nearby to put anything <laughs> on. That's all. That's literally all it is. But yeah. Okay, uh, Jolly Nice Soup. Good morning. Uh, on the subject of life-size cardboard cutouts of celebrities, our student house had a Wayne Rooney eating Pringles in the corner of the living room for a few years. My housemate worked in a cinema over the summer and brought it back to liven the place up a bit. Best thing about this story is that his family lived in the West Country and we were based in East Anglia, so he brought the thing back on the train through London, no doubt drawing the gaze of many a confused commuter and increasing sales of tubes of potato-based snacks along the way. Please continue the good work from Jolly. I'm going to have to take issue with one uh, element of this story. They are not potato-based, Jolly Nice Soup. They are maize-based, I believe. Right. Which is why they're technically not crisps. Uh, technically aren't crisps uh, this isn't going to be like so. another like, multi-episode argument is it where it's just like I mean, it's, it is yeah, one of those in. things that now that I've said it I'm concerned I've made it up uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to quietly check uh, the ingredients just for Pringles you guys carry on and then in 10 minutes I go right don't email in don't yeah. email in I've looked at <laughs> Even, even if you're right, please don't email in the tweets have already been sent Sean it's too late hey home uh, yeah, Good I mean, story, though. Uh, Wayne Rooney eating Pringles in the corner of the living room, that sounds like that sounds like a great housemate to have, frankly. That's, yeah. that's going to bring you joy every time you look I, at Wayne I still there. like James's idea. I like William Riker in the corner. That sounds like the best. Like, you, you walk into a room and he's smiling, that cheeky smile that he does whenever <laughs> a guest star comes on the, the Enterprise. You're in for a good day. Like You can pretend that you're that guest star every time you walk in yes. as well. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, right, fantastic cute. news. Sorry, fantastic news, everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Pringles ingredients. The very first uh, ingredient on the list: dried potatoes. <laughs> In your f- oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jolly Nice Soup. I apologise. There's def- that is a thing with a a well known crisp, but now I don't know which one it is. My life's a shambles. Just Google all the crisps, Sean. We'll yeah, wait. every single one. We'll every wait. single okay. one. Yeah, I'm yeah. already yeah. bored. Start now, and uh, it might be done by the end of the pod. Okay, we're going to continue on with Paul. Uh, hey, lads, I mentioned last week that I'll be living the one-week no-commitments fantasy between jobs, and I'll oh, report fuck. back uh, on how it went. So here we go. <laughs> on Monday, not too bad, played a lot of Elden Ring and pottered around the house. Drank a few beers. So far, so good. Tuesday morning, rise and shine. Time to seize the day. I made a light-hearted dig at my wife for not getting the word all. The geographic... Oh, sorry, the... Yeah, so Wordle. World or yeah, uh, the yeah. geographic version of World or on the first go. The answer was China, and I thought it was funny. She didn't get it, especially as she's of Chinese heritage. She did not <laughs> think it was funny, not at all. Anyway, no time to smooth things over, as our dog was sick all night, so I had to take her to the vet first thing. On the way there, I'm turning onto a main road, and someone decided uh, to try overtaking me on the inside as I was pulling out, causing a major collision and completely fucking up my car. Fuck. After sitting for a few hours at the vet, I spent the rest of the day on the phone to the insurance company and receiving messages from the other driver saying that he had a solicitor who told him he could refuse to pay anything unless it was proven in court fantastic Wednesday uh, things only go up from here I spent the morning taking my car to the smash repairer my dear mother-in-law was kindly offered her loan as uh, sorry <laughs> offered her car as a loan for the week uh, so I make my way out of town on public transport to pick it up and drive it back home that's basically Wednesday 
It sounds already not like a great week. Not, Thursday, yeah. pretty uneventful, lots of Elden Ring, a few afternoon beers, dog and wife are doing better, pretty good day. I'm sensing a pattern here already. <laughs> Friday, to celebrate Mother-in-law's 80th birthday, we have a houseboat booked for the weekend. Matt. Wait, 60th. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I added a couple of... Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, 60th, mother-in-law 60th. We have a houseboat booked for the weekend. Time to relax and forget my troubles. We drove out to the pickup point a few hours north of the city, Turns out the time we were told to be there was wrong, so the houseboat people were not happy and rushing us to get on board. Whilst hurrying to move the car into the long-term parking, I reversed into a low wall on the pier, stoving the back bumper of the car and denting the exhaust pipe. Yes, my mother-in-law's car. Happy birthday. Luckily, she <laughs> and my father-in-law were very good sports, and the weekend was mostly actually pretty good. Anyway, I guess I must report, taking a week off to yourself is a disastrous idea, and I cannot recommend it. Fuck, man. Ow. That's so bad. I feel yeah. awful. She was going to work. <laughs> all, like, you know, when just all, all you have on your plate for a given week is to stay at home and not, you know, not do anything. Yeah. And now look. <laughs> You're thinking, yeah, like, oh, I'm going to recover from all this stress that's built up yeah, from yeah, yeah. work. Yeah. Oh, no. I'll just replace <laughs> it with new stress. <laughs> right. cool more. It's like a wacky's early 2000s stoner comedy, isn't it? It's like, oh, I've got, I got a week off to blaze, bruv. And then all these crazy <laughs> things happen. Dogs sick, cars smashing up, you know, people having a go at you. Sounds it's like basically a... the hangover, isn't it? It's well, yeah, but, yeah. Hangover 4. Get in touch, yeah, but Hollywood. At this point, the, uh, the, the bit where they were drinking beer was the... The, the the calmest. That's true. That's actually fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's being twist. sober that caused all the chaos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe yeah. maybe should have just drank more. Yeah, it'd have been yeah. all right. Uh, that, that's advice. a lesson to us all. I think. <laughs> Uh, that is it for feedback. Go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs to leave your feedback or us a, or give us give us a question. Do what you want. You know what I mean? I'll do, yeah, I'll just leave it. It's up to you. Yeah, really. I'll leave it. Yeah. Um, I mean, if some of you could send some stuff in, you don't all have to. Not all at you once. Know, just, yeah, just work it out uh, space, between yourselves, yeah, just, really. Talk amongst yourselves and space it out, and it all works yeah. out for the best. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice one. Um, right, news. Oh. Uh, I mean, obviously, Dave isn't here, so I'm hosting, but also I guess I'm doing the news, so I don't have to yeah, do a news intro. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, people are finding that some digital games bought on the PS3 and the PlayStation Vita are magically expiring. Um, so mm. this, the, the first reports of this came out, it was the uh, original port of Chrono Cross, um, uh, which, yeah, basically people were loading it up and it was saying that the purchase expired in 1969. Um, nice. Which right. is, yeah, not great. And obviously this is not, not a fantastic look because the um, remake or remaster, I forget which term we're using uh, of Chrono Cross um, has just come out um, which apparently runs really badly on the PlayStation 5 apparently it runs worse than the original did on the PlayStation 1 also not a good look um, but apparently it's been happening with other games as well uh, including Chrono Trigger Final Fantasy 6, Final Fantasy Origins uh, Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions and Rune Factory Oceans um, I think, so they're all Square Enix, is Rune Factory Square Enix? I'm not sure. I believe so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully this is just some sort of really terrible fuck-up and it will get fixed, but... I mean, it has to be, right? 
It has to be. Right? I mean, (laughs) like, the the 1969 thing is the tip-off, right? Like, that's clearly somebody (laughs) typed the wrong thing into whatever... yeah, system they have, but yeah, yeah this is like this that. is especially with Chrono, uh, Chrono Cross. It's a real shame because I I was legitimately looking forward to that mm. remaster, and it turning yeah. out to be a bit of a car crash mm. is you know is a massive shame. But I did you know I, in the back of my head, it's like oh okay, if it doesn't turn out great, I've always got the um, the PS One original on my Vita <laughs> ready to go, um, but. I can't play it, which has so, this know, happened to you as well? Has it? Or yeah, yeah, I can't, oh. I can't play it currently. Um, Jesus, and um, it's just like you know, Chrono Cross, unlike a lot of other um, Square RPGs, hasn't had a lot of you know re-releases. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can play Final Fantasy VII on pretty much any device. You can play. Yeah. You can play Chrono Trigger on multiple devices. Yeah. Like Chrono Cross yeah. has always kind of been locked to the PS1 and through the emulation on the PS3 and the Vita. Mm. Um, so to to make a mistake like this with this game in particular feels feels like a bit of a piss take. Like it, it it's yeah. already struggling to find an audience in in the modern era. So mm. yeah, Square. You know they have this kind of weird track record of like we're bringing it back like um final fantasy crystal chronicles right it's like, oh mm. that's that's yeah, an yeah. interesting game yeah bring it back oh but accidentally mm. we've made it rubbish and you're like oh come on you've it's, you've got the chops str- for this you've got the yeah chops. that's what's so strange isn't it it's like like yeah do you know what no one would mind them sort of you know trading so heavily on their back catalog um as long as all the you know ports remasters remakes whatever were all solid um mm. but it just feels like a coin toss every single time because um, I know the, the Final Fantasy Fantasy VI one is still on its way, isn't it? And I know people yeah. are sort of booting off because, like, some sections are being done in sort of pseudo three D and stuff, and it's like, is this necessary? Like, is it is yeah. is that an enhancement, or is that just you going, ah, this you know this bit would have looked better if we'd done it in three D actually? Which is kind of a like, is that a shitty comment on the original? Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah, it's especially weird with um, their need to mess around with games like Final Fantasy VI and cro- like mm-hmm. the PC version of Chrono Trigger when it originally came out. Um, mm. It had like this enforced smoothing on all of the pixels, oh, that's right? Yeah, and they had yeah, to yeah. update it to make it look like the the original game. Um, <laughs> like, why why are you messing with those games? Like F- Final yeah. Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger. Like they they hold up. Like those mm-hmm. those games are classics mm. for a reason, um, and people would genuinely be happy with just like, and you know the most up to date, definitive version of those classic games. You don't need to modernize them that much. Um, this mm-hmm. isn't this isn't a PlayStation One era situation. Like p- people mm. like pixel art. People like that yeah, style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just leave them alone. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, and it's interesting because I can, uh, Josh. We've had this conversation where I've, um, I keep thinking like I should really play the original Final Fantasy Tactics because I've really, you know, I really enjoyed Final Fantasy Tactics Advance One and Two. Yeah. Um, but again, I was like, which is the version I'm supposed to play now? Because I know there's been a couple, and yeah, um, yeah, and as you say, it's, I remember you saying it's War of the Lions is is the one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but again it's that uncertainty because you should be able to go into these situations thinking well surely the most recent version is the yeah. best but that's just you can't necessarily it's just a coin toss it's very especially yeah. yeah yeah uh so yeah bit of an odd one um yeah hopefully this is a mistake um, because surely, I mean, it, what a horrible precedent to set if it turns out a publisher is allowed to just revoke access to mm. things you've purchased. Um, so yeah, watch this space, I guess. Um, speaking of rights disputes, <laughs> Bandai Namco have uh, released, um, so this is part of Bandai Namco's Arcade Archives, uh, and they've released Packland. Um, which is obviously one of the older Pac-Man games, which originally featured Ms. Pac-Man, but in this release features Pac-Mom, which Pac I didn't know Mom. was a thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, and basically, yeah, this is uh, them getting around the ongoing... I mean, it's not really a rights dispute as such. Do, do you guys know about this this weird situation around Ms. Pac-Man? I tried to read it today and it kind of made my brain go in like pieces. It's, I was like, I don't understand any of it. It's a really strange one. So I'll try and be brief. So obviously Pac-Man came out in the arcades, quite good. Quite a lot of people liked it, made an absolute shit ton of money. Um, but at the time, Namco were not quick enough uh, in terms of like getting a sequel out. So interest was waning in the original um, and then basically seven uh, kids from MIT decided to get together and make their own um, like sort of pseudo sequel. Um, so they made, and this is back in the day where you could basically build your own like daughter board, which plugged into the original, you know, arcade hardware and would then effectively like, you know, patch or upgrade the game. Um, so they created Ms. Pac-Man with no you know, rights to do so whatsoever. Um, but they did it anyway, just as kind of a, a hobby thing, I think, initially. And then it everyone loved it. It turned out it was like like performance was better. It was just a better game all round. Um, I gather it was, you know, it's still considered superior to the actual Pac-Man sequel. I think it was, it, was it Super Pac-Man that came out after us? Um, anyway, so it did really well. And they were kind of like, right, you know, the, like actual arcade owners are wanting to buy this off us. Um because, I mean, you can imagine if you own an arcade, it makes sense in the same way that, like, DLC makes sense to us now as consumers because they were like, oh, so I can spend, like, a relatively small amount of money and just plug this into my existing cabinet and not have to buy a new one. Um, so, yeah, so they approached uh, Midway, who were handling distribution in the US at the time, and then they got through to Namco. And basically Namco were just like, yeah, cool. Um, obviously, we own, we now... Basically, they took the the rights to the character of Ms. Pac-Man, but these guys from MIT were still allowed the royalties. They had a, um, basically had a license for, to like continue to receive royalties with whatever happened with Ms. Pac-Man in, in future. Fast forward to, I forget when, like 2010s, I think. And, um, yeah, this company called At Games, who produce these, um, you know, sort of mini arcade units and stuff. Um, and put, you know, like dozens of games on them or whatever. They they don't own Ms. Pac-Man, but they bought the like the right to the royalties from the MIT kids. <laughs> um which so they could then produce these like these consoles, whatever, you know, little arcade units and get you know, get permission to put Ms. Pac-Man on it as they normally would, but then also receive some more of those royalties that would have initially gone 
to the, the original developers. And basically Namco sort of turned around and said, well, we, you know, that was a deal we made in good faith because they, because these guys actually made the game and it was a huge success. Who the fuck are you? Like, (laughs) so it's not that at games don't have, you know, or or that nobody has the, you know, the rights to Ms. Pac-Man. Like, Bandai Namco have the rights to Ms. Pac-Man. It's just that they don't want to pay the people they would legally have to in order to use the character. (laughs) So, yeah, and now we've got this, this re-release of Pack World that is, has Pack Mom instead. What happened to Pack Dad? Uh, and it well, is, is you know is Pack around Pack Dad or yeah right. is Ms. Pac Man that would that imply you know divorced Pack Lady and therefore I mean Pac- I didn't realize there's so much law but now I'm quite interested well, in what the game is because of this name change right it's just blown, <laughs> yeah. uh, wide open Who, like, before it was just fine it's just Pac Man with a bow brilliant go for it and now it's like mm. no you've called it Pac Mum and now what do you... I mean, Smash Brothers Ultimate is going to have to get a patch, and it's just like, oh god, that's true. Yeah, yeah. there like, will be more characters, <laughs> <laughs> new amiibos and all sorts. So yeah, it's just it's an interesting problem. It's obviously it's also weird in terms of you know if you're buying like a new version of an old arcade game that you remember, it's, you probably don't want any changes to have been made. I mean, obviously, switching Ms. Pac-Man to Pac-Mom is probably not the end of the world. She has pink gloves instead of red ones, I think, and instead of a bow, does she have like a little? I think she has like a little tuft of hair, and she wears stilettos instead of boots. Looks very much like a Little Miss uh, Splendid now, actually, from the Mr. Yeah. Miss series. Yeah, yeah. There's another lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> Roger Hargreaves on the phone. <laughs> You're fine. It's Miss Splendid, actually. <clears throat> mm. Uh, so yeah, again, it's just a weird precedent for companies just going, "Oh, we'll just fucking change it for this re-release." I mean, does it matter just, in uh, this in, in this case? Probably not. Um, it's but, just yeah. the sound of the fun being sucked out of the industry there. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I love the um, fact that yeah, we'll just put a different hat on it, and so yeah. that's that's it. That's our work done. Completely different character. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, a hat Another does way. change someone. Some people do suit hats; others don't. When you see someone who never wears a hat suddenly wearing like, oh new hat oh hat is and it? vice versa it's yeah. like you know I mean, when um it's the like clothes when, you uh, wear does does change the persona that you present to the rest of the world right like absolutely. I'm wearing a suit I am just going to act more professional than I would do <laughs> if I'm wearing jeans and a and a shirt I right? don't Are you know, wearing a suit I... right now Joshua yes um, I mean, that's my secret right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sound so damn good. I um yeah. obviously whenever I put a suit on, I just feel like an imposter. I've never got over that. Um, like I feel, you know, quite comfortable with myself and the fact that I'm a grown adult. But putting a suit on, don't know, well, don't feel right. How about you flip it and put like a potato sack on, and then you feel like the king of the world. That's right? true. It'd, yeah, it'd be yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, like, yeah. all you fuckers it. wearing suits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. turn up to a, turn up to you know a funeral. Just a hessian sack. sack. Yeah, or yeah. black tie event. You're like, here's my black tie, look at this. Yeah, yeah. deal with that's, that. That's two more for the swear jar, Josh, by the way. You are just, you're paying my bank this week. Yeah, yeah. you're getting mad. Yeah. I'm going to coin Very it Very expensive month. episode. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, Sean, just wear a suit yeah. every day for a month, and then suddenly you were like, actually, no, not wearing a suit. Just no, feel on natural. I think it's Don't partly like, that. I mean, I hate I hate wearing, I hate even like wearing shirts now, right? Because even even though I've always been like anti-suit, um, I've always, you know, nice check shirt. It's fine. Deal with that. You know, pair of chinos or jeans. You know, smart, smart jeans. Obviously, not, you know, not too scruffy. Um, but now I just like I fucking tucking anything in can fuck off. 
<laughs> I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's just because my my gut has gotten bigger. So just as soon, like as soon as I move, it's all pulling out everywhere, yeah. and just uh-huh. I'm tucking it back in every two seconds. I hate it. I'm relatively slim these days, um, mm. due to lots of running and exercise. Oh, and right. uh, I don't Jesus tuck in No, but you know, just the tucking in is just like, no, come on, like, <laughs> bullshit. Like, I think it's just a dad thing, and it? it's just like whatever. Don't give Maybe. a shit anymore. I don't, I don't care. I'm too tired to care. Yeah. Right. Lego and Epic Games have announced a new partnership. Um, yes. And the and this is interesting. Um, so, <laughs> quote. They have announced a long-term partnership to shape the future of the metaverse um, with a focus Ah. on building a safe space for young players. It basically sounds like they are making a Roblox, but that very much addresses, you know, the the things we've all heard about Roblox in the the last few months. Um, Yeah, I mean, if you're not familiar, um, Chris Bratt's um, YouTube um channel people make games it's done like a, a couple of you know very interesting i should i say chris bratt um obviously it was quinn's who, who um did a lot of the work on these as well um yeah basically how shitty and exploitative roblox can be um mm-hmm. and yeah so it, it's interesting that because obviously it is <laughs> its success shows that it does something that people want um so yeah, the notion that Lego are going to get involved and do something similar that is apparently, um, you know, going to be a safe space for young players that is interesting and potentially hmm. really positive. Um, don't know any any of your, I mean, Josh, no, you don't have kids, but any of your kids into Roblox, Matt and Darren? Um, yeah, um, uh, we've got it installed on the Xbox. Elodie's played it a bunch. Uh, loads mm-hmm. of- she, a lot of her friends or the the boys and, and the girls in her class were talking about it and mm-hmm. so and also she watches loads of YouTube videos where people are playing Roblox and so as a result mm-hmm. she wanted to play it. I mean she prefers kind of other games like you know anything mm-hmm. else such as Minecraft or um, mm-hmm. Kirby at the moment or The Sims so she hasn't played it that much but she's certainly interested in it. I think she probably watches way more than, than she plays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. with my little one, she's um she doesn't really play it. She finds it all too fiddly. Like the menus are really complicated, and like you mm. know, for a five year old, they're just like there's too many things to look at and press. Like the UI is just all over the place in some of the games. <laughs> um, but my my little one, um, godson slash uh, nephew. Oh yeah, he's still my nephew. Um, <laughs> he, he, well, yeah. <laughs> does that change? <laughs> I mean, um, maybe. Yeah, if, I don't know what the rules are. Yeah, what happens if you? It doesn't matter. Let's move on. Yeah, um, yeah, anyway, yeah. they're called Stanley. They're a nice. They're you know they're, they're nice people. He's a nice person. Or you know, um, yeah, and he, he he plays a lots of Roblox. He comes around and he's like, um, "Can I have the the um your your driving license to get my account onto eighteen plus?" I was like, "No, but we can get my, <laughs> my account onto eighteen plus, so you can do voice chat because it's in beta, right?" Oh, oh my god, he put it on and he went to some. It looked like some sort of knockoff GTA version or something. Like, and oh, God. People were uh, terrible. And he's like, really? only 11. Well, they're only 11. And they're like, um, excuse me, I'm only 11. Can you be nice to me, please? And they're like, you know, this and that. And I was like, that's enough of that, Stanley. Let's turn it off now, yeah? <laughs> it was just like, wow. I'm God, I've never made it to a public space in Roblox, you know, you know, without having to put your um, driving license or passport on there. It'd just yep. be carnage because it's terrible. It was yeah. God, Even from my my you know my my calloused ears from thirty nine years of living that was a, that was enough for me. I was like, okay, Roblox is madness. Yeah, and it's a, a shame because on paper it does 
you know, because it's one of those games that I sort of was aware of and I was aware it was huge. And but for years, I was just like, yeah, but what is it? I don't actually know. And then uh, I can't remember mm. who it was a fellow dad explained it to me like, oh, yeah, it's like it is actually on paper this really interesting, you know, mm. creative tool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they've really sort of, I mean, yeah, so A, toxic community and B, I, mean, I say toxic community, kids, right? Kids who don't know better. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And B, yeah, they they really push this like, oh, you could make stuff and get paid money. Um, which, and yeah, I, I forget the details now, but I gather they do so in quite an exploitative way. Whereas, mm. yeah, um, they say this press release, the, the Lego thing really sort of pushes the um, child safety side of things. So, I mean, you know, this has probably been in the works before the controversy around Roblox came out, but it's, it's clearly like this is now sort of being positioned in reaction to that, I think. Mm. And, you know, two mega companies coming together to make, you know, arguably a strong competition. You never know what's going to happen because well, Roblox yeah. has been running away with it for well, what feels like forever, right? I can't remember the time yeah. when Roblox didn't exist. So mm. for these two kind of juggernauts to come along and hopefully knock Roblox off the top yeah, should be yeah. interesting should be yeah, interesting yeah uh, right next thing I mean so we Matt and I discussed this earlier so we obviously in the news section we generally don't do like oh this game just got announced but there's been a load of announcements this week and one of them is, is particularly special um, so yeah so we got the announcement that Return to Monkey Island is coming out this year an actual mm. new Monkey Island game, uh, crucially helmed by Ron Gilbert um, nice. and Dave Grossman, who who were responsible for the first two Monkey Island games. Um, sorry, can you hear that in the background, Mara? What yeah. are you doing? What the I fuck are you doing? Like Josh's beard or something? I thought that was no. It's just my dog who will not let us clip her claws on a fucking laminate floor in your bed. Go on. Can you not get like some like slippers for your dog or something? I mean, that is an idea now that you've mentioned it. <laughs> it's a good it. one, isn't it? Actually <laughs> you can have that one. Saves, Surely saves that's been on Dragon's down. Den. Surely these <laughs> things must exist. Doggo's Den. I did it. Yeah, yeah. Come, come on, Sean. There must be some slippers for dogs. I mean, I'm going to check after the show. Um, I'll let you know. Uh, right, yeah. So we're getting a new Monkey Island game. Um, and yeah, crucially, yeah, Ron Gilbert is working on it, um, which is really interesting. I mean, it's been published by uh, Devolver, which I initially thought was weird because obviously Disney own Monkey Island now, but then I remembered they don't really, you know, since Disney sort of acquired uh, LucasArts, um, you know, they've been good at, you know, letting people have you know properties yeah. to mess with mm. obviously you know we had the so like the the grim fandango remaster for example was one thing that like tim schaefer had been trying to get done for years but there was just no 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 one was there at lucasarts to pick up the phone anymore um and then yeah once once disney bought it um i remember i can't remember where he talked about this but yeah he's like we we're finally able to just get through to someone and should be like look you've just you don't know but you've just bought this thing that you don't really care about but we really do can we please just have it? And <laughs> like, you can have some money, but we just really want to re-release this thing. And yeah, and, and they were really receptive to that. And then obviously we had, you know, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff in in Sea of Thieves, etc. Yeah. Um. So Disney have been, you know, good at sort of recognizing when it's it's all right to just let these things go out to other people. Basically, speaking of Sea of Thieves, didn't we also didn't you also have Monkey Island stuff in Sea of Thieves? Well, yeah, there 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 was a Monkey Island Easter egg in in the in the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. So obviously at the time everyone's like, well, fuck, are we gonna 
you know, what's this? Like, are Is we, this hinting? We, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could still be. I don't know. Um but yeah, but obviously this this is obviously you know much more concrete return to Monkey Island, which is really cool. It's interestingly it's set um, after Monkey Island two. Obviously there you know there was a three and a four. Was it three and four and then the Telltale series? I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I know that obviously depending on who you speak to, like I'm pretty sure th- like three is supposed to be canon, but this this might change that somewhat. Yeah, um, so but you know, three was the curse of Monkey Island, right? Uh, I was, believe was curse of not the first one. I can't. I can't remember. Uh, I thought it was the first because that's the only one I've played. I certainly, uh, sorry, no, you're right. Yeah, to me younger. Sorry, um, yeah, Curse of Monkey Island was the third one. You're right. Well, because that was Curse of Monkey Island was one that, like, when we first got a PC, because you know, back in the day, it wasn't necessarily guaranteed that you'd have any sort of computer in the house. Um, it was. I remember the demo of Curse of Monkey Island was just like, "Holy shit! Look at this. This is this is better than the SNES, isn't it?" Like, <laughs> yeah, this is a the, real you know, computer game. Yeah, just like I don't know, just a real sense. It's like, oh, I'm playing something like well beyond what I've seen before. Like the animation, you know, all the voice acting, funny jokes. Hadn't really seen funny jokes in a computer game before. Um, so that that like that was a, a real sort of eye opener for me. Um, so yeah, I, I still stand by Curse of Monkey Island, but I think a lot of people are like, ah, oh, no, like you know, most of the original team didn't really work on it. It's not the same. Oh, t- typical. Um, the one I played is the one actually people are like, no, this is the rubbish one. <laughs> but that's one I, I think, have like, I don't such think fond memories. Rubbish. It's just yeah, I think it, they, some people feel it was like missing something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm really fucking excited about. Yeah, this. what I like about this is um, one. It's got it's got. Um, you know, uh, is it Dominic uh, Armato? Uh, as like, the, the, oh, the, know, yeah, the voice actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, so, so same voice as mm-hmm. Guybrush uh, Threetwood. And mm. artwork-wise, it looks gorgeous. I think it's done by mm. the, oh, the... Somebody working on it worked on Tearaway um, and, oh, uh, uh, and, and another game as well. Yes. Yes. Which and, I, uh, I should have so played more Obviously, we've only seen like a very kind of initial brief like teaser trailer, but already mm. the artwork, it looks gorgeous. And it's obviously yeah. a bit of a departure yeah. from how it looked before, but mm-hmm. it looks like it's you know, a, a gorgeous, modernized version of... Um, yeah, it, it, feels, it feels in artwork. keeping with the personality of the series. It, mm. it's, it's more up to date, but like, yeah, it, it feels like it honors the spirit of those original games. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's just nice to see a series, a beloved series, come back, and it not be like a case of like kickstarting or Patreon. Yeah. it's just like no, yeah, they've just got a job now, and it's great. It's a job they really love doing, and someone's actually paying for it. It's like oh, finally, we're kind of we're coming back to like actual publishing games now, as opposed to like digital begging. I guess you know what I mean. It's like mm. oh, thank you, like Ron Rod Ron Gilbert's got a, got work. Brilliant, fantastic. Yeah. Because yeah, because I I wasn't sure what he was working on. Because I know he was like, he was definitely at Double Fine for a while. I think he helped with um, Broken Age, um, mm. but then yeah, after that, I wasn't really the sure cave. what he was working on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he worked on the cave, didn't he? Mm. Um, but yeah, but apparently he they've already been at this for several years. So hence why it's it's out and, this uh, year. So if, so if Phil Spencer wants to give Chris Siever and Sean Pyle of Gory Detail a, a job to make a new Conquer game, I mean now's <laughs> the time, right? Now's the fucking time. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then what else did we have? So Crystal Dynamics have announced that they are doing a new Tomb Raider game. 
made in Unreal Engine 5. Apparently they've only just started development, so I'm guessing this is years off. So um, 2026. Yeah, so... Oh my God. But, you know, I'm glad to hear this, because obviously after that trilogy, it felt like, you know, oh, yeah. this is amazing, they've really brought Tomb Raider back, they've reimagined it, this is so cool. And then sort of it felt like with the second and third one, the interest sort of waned somewhat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, keen to see what they do with it again. Yeah, because um, there was an Unreal Engine 5, uh, like, event last week where they uh, uh, it ended or had had a bit had talks and developers of which uh, Crystal, Dynam- Crystal Dynamics was one and they announced that the new game's been built in Unreal Engine 5 but they also had mm. a, 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 a image towards the end of this where it said here's all the people that are working on Unreal Engine 5 games and mm-hmm. it, there was a lot of yeah. people unsurprisingly mm. working on it um, yeah. so Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. That, that, mm. I mean, I think everyone is basically working yeah. on seemingly an Unreal Engine Five game. Um, <laughs> so, so once uh, Crystal D, once they sort out, uh, you know, Joanna Dark's kind of misadventures at the moment, they can, you know, get <laughs> old Lara They've back got a on lot track. On, they? they got a lot of female protagonists, you know, empowerment going on. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Just don't yeah, mess up Perfect Dark for me. I do. I do hope that this next Tomb Raider kind of rediscovers. A bit of the series um, fun because mm. the third one was really, really dark and really, yeah. really grim uh, to the point where Lara Croft, like, I genuinely started to think, not in the kind of, I, I know there's the whole like Ludo narrative dissonance thing with the Uncharted <laughs> series, not in yeah. that way. I mean, genuine, like, text. The action she takes in the plot made her seem like a serial killer. So <laughs> I. <laughs> I, I really hope that like that they look at the reaction to that third game, and I, I actually I appreciate that Crystal Dynamics didn't actually make that third game. It was um, uh, oh, Eidos Montreal, wasn't right. it? Right. Um, so I shouldn't lay that at their feet, but mm. um, yeah, like just that there's there's a middle ground between what that you know Tomb Raider reboot did for the character and I felt was very very necessary to to kind of re-establish that character for the modern audience but Mm. also the more adventurous more you know campy frankly tone Mm. of those original games um I think that there's there's room for that kind of tone to come back especially with Uncharted kind of being in a bit of a dormant state right now Mm. yeah yeah, 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 it's totally. weird because when the trilogy got announced and the first one I thought was fantastic. Um, yeah. It wasn't perfect, obviously, by any stretch, but really, really good. The second one arguably improved on on it in every way. Hmm. But I was, at that point, kind of a bit bored. I did finish it, but I, I wasn't as excited. Um, not, I guess I may have just bored feel of, as the, of the big a, It didn't feel as big of a step change, right? Because like, no. I think the first, that first game got a lot of things right, right from the word go, right? It wasn't like mm. a, you know, you know Uncharted 1 to Uncharted 2, there's a big leap in quality, right? It didn't <laughs> mm-hmm. feel like that. It just felt yeah. like a refinement. Mm. Um, and then the third one added all those weird stealth sections with Insta Death Piranha, which was a great idea. <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even bother with the third one, even though I love the first, enjoyed, but didn't bother going any further than the second. So that's weird. But I was, and we were talking about this in the week about, you know, what could I do with a new Tomb Raider? Would it be kind of more open world? Would it be mm. a little bit like, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, but 
you know, not or not quite so expansive. But I mean, that, that obviously I've talked about how not Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West. So mm. talked about how gorgeous that game looks. Um, yeah. Just imagine where we'll be in like five years' time with a two meter where it could be a little bit more open world. Maybe not quite as <sighs> as huge of a of a landscape as Forbidden West, but. It'd be interesting to see what I do because I mm. think it does need shaking up. It's going to be a kart yeah. race, isn't it? They're going to call it Tomb Racer. It's going to be great. You're yes, going to be man. Around like a cabinet yeah. on the ceilings and all sorts. It'll be like Batmobile stuff on the ceiling around the corners, blasting around. Yeah, it'd just be like punting bears. It'd just be like Forza Horizon Five, where you're just like bombing through like ancient <laughs> sacred ruins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At least, at least like Forza Horizon Five does stop you crashing into the ruins, whereas this game would not. Like you can just no. fucking no, plow through them properly, guns defiled. blazing. Those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those everyone's Lara Croft in different outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no characters. It's just Lara, and that's yeah. it. Lara shoot. in wetsuit or whatever. It's fine. Yeah, shoot a load of endangered animals, etc. Yeah, it's you basically just bombing in that in that card through all the things you just mentioned. But every mm. now and then it will just cut to like an origin story flashback, <laughs> and then cut back to the Father. racing. <laughs> yes, smashing ruins, and that is basically that for sixteen hours. You're just driving forward. Someone needs to make a kart race though with like a serious narrative. Yeah, I'd play that. I'd be good. I'd... <laughs> Who would be the best at doing that? Who would you give that to? Um, uh, oh fuck, Kojima. Um, yeah, Kojima. Do it. Do a good job. I, I, I'm imagining. I'm imagining a kart racer made by From Software, where every time you unlock a new car, you have to read the the description the for the car to find out more about the narrative. Had to turn it on. No, isn't there a bit in Death Stranding where he's in like a go kart saying? I, I, I mean, I mean, there's there's loads of vehicles in Death Stranding, so that, that but could like be specifically done. a go karting thing, right? I think I've seen it in the director's cut. Oh, like... there, yeah, so there is like there is like a racing element in the new one <laughs> oh, where you can build then. kind of circuits. And he's whatnot. already done it. All right, cool. Yeah, well, he's laying the groundwork for this, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Death Stranding was just an excuse to build the uh, the cart tech. Yeah, yeah. He knew mm, two yeah. races was happening. He's like, I'll just. <laughs> I don't care about Death Stranding, you know, the baby stuff and the weird oil and the beach. Like, let's just yeah. do this as like a, you know, this is a test bed. This, this is a concept really ready for the real work on Tomb Racer. <laughs> Jeff yeah. Keeley yeah. is hologram in a go-kart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so the other announcement uh, is going, we're getting a remake of Max Payne 1 and 2 um, by no, Remedy. That's like, that's like remake or remaster? The headline says it, remake. The, the wording in the the press release makes it sound like it's a proper proper remake. Okay. Like they're going in and making a new engine. Constable, which I, I'm well up for. What yeah. do you reckon? The old, you know, Sam Lake's squatting face, like he's going to take a massive <laughs> shit. Is that staying <laughs> on there? Be an Easter egg. <laughs> but that so. was something can unlock. Yeah, for sure. that'll be, yeah, 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 that be unlockable skin. Uh, but yeah, apparently but, they've, um, they've reached an agreement with. Obviously, this was originally um, published by Rockstar, and yeah, Rockstar mm. are funding it. Um, and Remedy are making it, so that's, oh. yeah. You know, after the Pac-Land, you know, Pac-Man dispute, this is just nice, isn't it? Just to go, yep, Rod, Ron, I can't remember, Gilbert's making a new <laughs> Monkey Island game, and these guys are making Max Payne happen again. Like, yep. yeah. it's not all bad news, is it? Yeah. I wonder if they'll if, fix if, the nightmare section. Maybe they'll yeah, make that good be this time. It'd be something, wouldn't I it? I mean, I... I don't think Control is a perfect game. I had my issues mm. with it, but if yeah, you can same. make these these Max Payne games with combat that feels as good as mm. good as control yeah, that that would be great yeah totally so, it'll be yeah. I mean, fun I to see like yeah I mean I was a big fan of the first I definitely played the second but I don't remember half as much of it now um, 
I mean, it was a long time ago, but uh, like, yeah, it'd just be fun to see like how the the dialogue has aged and stuff because it was never, it was never trying. Like, it was kind of intentionally silly, wasn't it? Albeit yeah. quite bleak. Um, so I wonder if that still works now. But I mean, we'll see. Yeah, um, it's interesting. You know, mm. uh, Rockstar definitely not making this remake after their previous GTA <laughs> yeah. trilogy yeah, success. Jesus. Like, we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll yeah, you, know, you do that. We'll just give you the the name. Yeah, we'll really, thankfully this has gone back to the original creators and not just a, a team who are just you know there to do the remake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, there's no indication about when this will be out, right? No, I don't think so. No. Um, which again, yeah, hopefully, sort of points towards it being like a substantial remake as opposed to mm. remaster. So that's cool. Um, and then if they could like that? FPS boost Max Payne three and make the loading times better on my Series S, then I'd be happy too because <laughs> I love Max Payne three. But does that not have still... like an FPS FPS boost? No, or... it's just a standard kind of backwards compatible jobby, and the loading times are long. Really? It's like, oh come on! Like I love that game, but I've seen the cutscene so many times, and you can only take so much dreariness. You're like, okay, Max, you're sad. Let's get on with it. <laughs> Shoot some people in the face. <laughs> um, we're also getting a new Need for Speed in this November. Here's the real news. Yeah, um, yeah you it's going to be exclusive. This, this is the real. Yeah, this is it. It's going to be exclusive to next, i.e., current gen consoles. So it's going to be PS5 and Series X slash S only uh, and pc as well um so yeah this is this is uh developed by criterion which is i think that's still good news right i, I can't remember yeah. how how much of criterion is still the same as it was back in the day um but yeah certainly I'd rather them doing it than anyone ghosts. else um yeah because like, whenever a need for speed game was announced <clears throat> excuse me be like oh mm. is it criterion or ghost games is it criterion or ghost games ghost games mm. like, oh, i'll give it a miss then shall i <laughs> But Ghost Games is mainly Criterion's former employees. You're like, yeah, but there's something that Criterion's media where it's like, <laughs> even though Alex Field and that went, went to make Three Fields Entertainment, or Alex Ward, sorry, went to make Three Fields Entertainment, mm-hmm. there's still something about the Criterion name that has that mm. kind of extra polish. And you're like, mm-hmm. yep, I'm in for this one. Yeah. Uh, I'll be yeah. keen to see, because obviously there was the, what was the last one they put out? Because I remember there was a trailer for it and it was like, oh, they're just doing Fast and Furious, basically. Yeah. Which, you know, a lot remember. of people were up for. Um I I've, I've tried to watch a Fast and Furious film once and just found it like honestly oh, I've never God. felt so old. Yeah, I was just absolutely bewildered. It was just noises and colours and lights and <laughs> I, just, I don't know. <laughs> Have yeah. these people but, heard of a script? Uh, Come on, <laughs> <laughs> um, they need scripts. They got cars. That's yeah, that's all they need. Yeah. But we were just talking about you know why can't there be a cart race with a serious story? I mean, I I this think, is it. Yeah, this, this, this could be. But I, I didn't play the. Uh, the previous ones where they had a story, but I think there's a there's a place for a silly over the top story and racing, yeah, but it seems yeah. like the previous ones haven't done what they needed to do. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, interesting to see what direction this goes in. Um, but this was announced in in 2020. It's just that it got like delayed. Oh, and is this it? And is the it other. All right, it's still that one then. Yeah. Oh uh, fuck! Uh, I, well, right, I, sorry, sorry, I th- they I th- confirmed. A new Criterion developed Need for Speed game was in the works at the end of 2020. Right. And then it got like, oh, it'll be out before fiscal 21. Yeah. And then that was delayed to like fiscal 23. And so this is still that one, yeah. Blimey. Oh, well, fingers crossed. Um, Hopefully it does better than the new Battlefield. Game. Yeah. Wouldn't take much though, would it? Um, we've saved the best for last. Kingdom Hearts 4 has been announced. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I didn't like I I thought Kingdom Hearts three basically ended Sora's story. Um, that, that, that was That's the impression. That's my that, understanding uh, as well. Yeah, yeah I haven't but, completed it, but yeah, yeah. but this this is um, very much definitely Sora, slightly more grown up, um, and looking unnervingly realistic. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see Goofy and Donald walk around and interacting <laughs> with like Real really life. realistic human <laughs> beings. That's going to be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. My reaction to this was I'm really, really happy for Brian and Leah over at Rinse, <laughs> and I I really look forward to being on a future Kane and Rinse recording with both of them <laughs> just giddy with joy, and I'm just there going, yeah, it's fine, it, it's it's okay. Yeah. That's your opinion on everything, though, isn't it? He's just like, yeah, it's fine. I am capable of joy, Aaron. <laughs> not, it's been not a while, Josh. Come on, Hearts. mate. It's been a while, mate. <laughs> I mean, uh, Matt, I assume you've never played any of these. No, but again, it's another one. I'm like, well, I loved Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> Will I like these? Um, well, I mean, like, yeah, because obviously like kind combat, of yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's basically the same combat more or less um i i mean but, k- on genuinely kingdom hearts 2 is a solid action rp uh, yeah. action rpg like yeah, it's totally. a, it's a really fun combat system mm-hmm. um but it comes with the big massive caveat which is <laughs> all of kingdom hearts story um Basically, whenever an anime-looking character talks in one of those games, you might as well fall asleep because you're just not going to understand a word that they're saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, Matt, maybe it's... you could stream it. Kingdom Matt. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Matt. <laughs> Honestly, Done. like, it would be the perfect streaming series. No, like, not, because... no because it'll be a game that is, I assume, a very long game. They are, to be fair. They yeah. are very really long. I just don't think that works like once a week on like Sunday night. What are the controls again? What happened? <laughs> if you're saying the story's oh, bonkers anyway. Well, the story doesn't, like, the story doesn't make week? sense either way, so don't worry about that. That's, that'll yeah, sort yeah. of be why it would be funny, just because just watching you try and piece just, it all together. <laughs> watching, watching you in bafflement hear an old guy say the word darkness in the same sentence for the fifth fucking time <laughs> will just be comedy <laughs> gold. Voiced by right. Christopher Lee. No less. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, implausibly, they managed to find the budget for Christopher Lee. Yeah, man. Um, and like David Boreanaz and a load of other genuinely famous people. Yeah. And um, in- yeah. God. Uh, absolutely fascinating series. I honestly don't know how it's like got to this point. Um, I don't know how Disney. Like, I can yeah. understand Disney of the early two thousands allowing mm-hmm. uh, Kingdom Hearts to exist. Mm. How is Disney now allowing <laughs> this series to exist? <laughs> like, it seems I, baffling I, that they must would let. Oh, it God. must make some fucking money, right? That's yeah. that's the only mm-hmm. explanation. <laughs> But it um, is so weird, though, isn't it? Like Mickey Mouse and like all the all the classics, yeah. and then you've got just complete gibberish on the other side. It's like, no, yeah. where's the uh, where's the quality control, guys? Oh, well, <laughs> you, know, you, you lost it ages ago. What's the difference now? It's like my 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 favorite my favorite little factoid about Kingdom Hearts. There's an organization called Organization <laughs> Thirteen. Mm. Matt, how many members <laughs> does Organization Thirteen have? <laughs> Uh, if you had to I'm, guess, I'm going to say something silly. I think 13. No, it's 14 because <laughs> there's course. a secret extra member. 
of organisation. <laughs> don't stream it, Matt. Don't stream it. Well, I don't need to know. Josh has spoiled the biggest. I've just spoiled it for yeah. you. Yeah. 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 I'm so sorry. It's ruined now. Absolutely um, ruined. I, I mean, from the trailer, I, I liked, you know, the world looked incredibly realistic and then that character's just there. Um, yeah. So mm. that's interesting. And you do see, like, some of the Disney characters t- towards the end of that trailer, but they're not really in the world. So that's going to be interesting to see how that mm. looks, at least. Yeah. They're going to make a film yeah. out of this soon, aren't they? That's what they're going to do. They're going to line up. Oh, it's going to go all MCU or whatever. It's going to be like the Kingdom Hearts in that universe. Well, like, that's the way Disney makes its ultimate cinematic universe, isn't it? They release Kingdom Hearts, and it's like the Avengers for all of their franchises simultaneously. Yeah. I smell it. It's yeah. It's one of those series where it is easy to poke fun. Like as you say, Josh, there are there are definitely things about it to recommend. Yeah, uh, yeah. To recommend them, but yeah, they're just they're just very odd. Um, I mean, like honestly, I am totally on board with enjoying Kingdom Hearts in like for for what it is. Like, yeah, it's it's a silly, over the top. Uh, breezy series like i totally understand why it has its fans i just there is a segment of the audience that takes the law and the storytelling super seriously and i just <laughs> i am a little bit baffled by that yeah but there we go um i mean if you there's ever... also you know people thinking that... that actually there's like a there's a, a scene or there's a steal from the trailer where it shows like an atst and some star wars stuff is, is that so? Sorry, I, I've missed that. Yeah, yeah. I, a lot of people seem to think. I know how is it? Does this uh, is this teasing? I don't think Star it's in Wars the trailer. Stuff? I think they've they've uh, confirmed okay. it after the fact that Star Wars is definitely going to be in, in Kingdom Hearts Four. Fucking hell! Which fair enough. They've done Tron. They've done <laughs> That's Pirates true. Of the actually, Caribbean. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I yeah, might play, like, they're getting Canto <laughs> in there. Encanto, Frozen, Luca, <laughs> um, and some Moana. I might be in. I mean, they probably are going to put Marvel stuff in as well, right? If they're doing Star Wars. If they're doing... Yeah, why not? Yeah. Spider-Man world. Do it. <laughs> it's going to um, be huge. I mean, Matt, it, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, you know, Brian David Gilbert, when he was yeah, at yeah. Polygon. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. Done, he's done an incredible video about untangling the story of Kingdom Hearts. It's oh, cool. No, I haven't. No, I... Um... I got into him pretty late, only mm. like a year or two ago. Mm. I think he actually, no, I think he it was just in his last few months of being at Polygon. Yeah, and I watched loads of videos because yeah, he's an absolute genius. But I yes. don't think I've seen that one. Oh, so I'll seek it out. Well worth the well intro worth to his Halo novel. Um, yeah, the Halo one is <laughs> incredible. Just so gold. many of them are unbelievably good. <laughs> what a hero! <clears throat> That's all the news. Um, let's talk about what we've been playing. Um. Darren, do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, go on then. Um, I don't really have much um, time and energy for gaming these days. Um, Fucking I'm hell, just... <laughs> what have we even brought you on for? I don't. I'm such a completely <laughs> different person now, man. Like, I, I can't sit and play a game on my own because I just get bored. I'm mm. mainly a cooperative kind of guy now. Mm-hmm. I play Sea of Thieves with Nick Suters and Simon Nelson. Nice, you know, nice. Patreon producer. Yeah, we play that mm. kind of every week, although it's been a bit busy lately, so we've been... Mm-hmm. We, give it, we press pause on it for now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I played Trine with Leon Cox. You may have heard oh, of him. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've been we've been playing quite a few cult games like every Thursday, just just a session a week. And we mm-hmm. did it takes two a way out, and, mm-hmm. tr- and then most recently Trine, <clears throat> and I really really enjoyed it. I've never really played it on uh, 
like seriously before i say seriously like you know through to completion to which we did and it's just hilarious just like the physics based kind of stuff is still really good fun and solving puzzles together while brain dead of an evening is just you know the perfect kind of um vibe that i'm going for because what are you playing this on because um my my wife who generally does not play games ended up playing this on the wii u because it was one of the like four games available when the wii u came out i was like yeah fuck it i'll buy trine why not yeah she ended up loving it yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we're playing it on the Xbox, well, Series S for me and mm-hmm. X for Leon. Um, so <clears throat> when we play Sea of Thieves, Simon mm-hmm. Nelson likes to get really drunk and right. he just buys games for everyone. Guys, I bought <laughs> everyone copies of Trine. We're like, okay, when, when are we going to get around to playing this? <clears throat> Excuse me. And we never did. So, um, and because I game share with Leon on the Xbox, I mean, mm-hmm. by game share, I mean, I pill for his account. And, you know, I was like, oh, I've got Trine one to four because like, Simon doesn't do anything by half. So like, he goes yeah. all in. It's like, I've got the whole collection for you, Darren. I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay, cheers, buddy. Like, I really appreciate it, but don't regret it in the morning. And he's like, "Oh, I spent about hundred quid on trying last night, didn't I?" I was like, "Yeah, you did, mate." Yeah. Oh, we've all done that though. Yeah, Am yeah. I right? He bought oh, us copies of Donkey Kong like, Three, like, Japanese imports. He's like, "Oh, you like Donkey Kong, don't you?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "I bought you a copy of 3. I was like, "Were you drunk, Simon?" Really was, yeah. I was like, oh, "Okay, mate. Was like, Thank you. I, like, I appreciate it, but please stop buying me video games when you're drunk because um, it's out of my control." Anyway, so we're playing Trine, and we played it, and um, yeah, it's great. And uh, we're playing it on, uh, yeah, the Xbox Series S. And it's, ju- it's just nice to just have these, like, pick up and play games. And there's no kind of commitment to, you know, like, each other. <laughs> you mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. when you play cult games with someone, you feel like there's pressure to carry on playing it all the time. But it's just really chill. It's just like, oh, yeah, let's just play it this week. And if you're not around, it's not around. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Playing old games, I find to be a benefit to that kind of attitude. Because yeah. you're not playing it like, the, if it was Elden Ring, you'd be like pressured to kind of, or the self-pressure to keep up with the, the rat race, so to speak. Yeah, but you're no, not. you not play a game from 10 yeah. years ago, it's fine. Yeah, you're not playing it to have an opinion on it. So you're just, it, yeah. just playing it because it's enjoyable imagine that yeah i really yeah. like playing as the lady with the grappling hook and because um, oh, yeah. it reminded me of worms basically so there you go because <laughs> what yeah so uh, it's the one with the grappling hook there's the the sort of the soldier knight guy and yeah. then the wizard who can create boxes that's it it's yeah. pretty much like um, an advanced really version boring. of the last vikings it's a really boring wizard it let's is, be honest it's a weird, like, yeah really specific like, my power I mean, is to create furniture yeah but well, it's not even yeah it's literally just this one <laughs> Shape and size of box. Well, yeah. he, can, he can make planks and oh, can he, triangle sorry. boxes. Ah, yeah. oh, sorry. In mid-air. Oh, sorry. Right. sorry, I've underestimated him. Yeah, Hey, man. This is why we don't talk about games until we complete them, because you don't know what you're talking about. Just true. Jesus. Savage takedown there by me. But First the Pringles stuff, now this wizard box shit. I'm up for this. I'm up for this. Come I'm on. Getting kicked off, I'm anyway. getting kicked off the show, man. I'm getting replaced. <laughs> I can feel it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, in um, in actual other game space time, before <laughs> school is a new thing that we do now. We, mm-hmm. Me and Ivy, my little girl, mm-hmm. we play um, we play a video game um, just because it's something different to do. Because after three years of, you know, doing my routine in the mornings, I'm like, this is so boring. Yeah. Let's do something different. Yeah. We've been playing a game called Rainbow Billy and the Cursed Leviathan. Have, is, um, have you made this up? <laughs> No, it, it sounds like, honestly, if I was to make a game, this would be the kind of game I would like to play or uh-huh. make myself. Because it's just like, it's it's like Paper Mario, okay. um, but with like the theming of kind of Zelda Wind Waker. So he's, like, he's in a boat and he goes around traveling to different islands, but he's 2D, mm-hmm. he's made out of paper. And then instead of having fights in like a JRPG kind of Paper Mario fashion, he kind of has confrontations and you have to like talk them down there's no fighting in it you just chat to him and the the, the angry guy on the other side it's like a dinosaur he's like all the colors being sucked out of him 
because it's like a Nintendo style game. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is just have like have have a conversation with him to like calm him down and put the color back into their soul. <laughs> it's like, hey man, just chill out. It's fine. I understand that you're angry, but um, maybe you can distribute that anger into different avenues. And the guy's like, oh, thanks for talking to me about that, man. That's really nice of you. No, so, so no combat, just talking. This is like Disco Elysium. <laughs> yeah, but That's like, basically what you're saying. But like Disco Elysium is like really aggressively, like, you know, it's like grim and dirty. This mm. is just like unicorns and lollipops and like, you know, like shaved armpits and stuff. It's just, so yeah, nice. I've, it's I've, lovely. I've just been having a, a Google. It looks gorgeous. Like, it yeah, looks it, really like, nice. It's so like... Mm. It's just the game you want your kid to be playing, but or or at least looking at because she's understanding that like not all confrontations are violent and stuff. Because like Mario, mm. he's like stomping on people's heads, Sonic's, yeah. like spinning through stuff, blowing stuff up. It's like Rainbow Billy's just chill, man. You're like just whatever. It's just yeah, you can be my friend. Come on my ship and I'll give you a banana. It's great. <laughs> Sounds a bit. Is this not like based <laughs> off like a a kids show or something? It looks. <clears throat> the, I'm, I've googled it and watched the trailer. The character looks like something straight out of a kids show. Is this, does I mean, this have any other history other than this game being made? I don't know. It's like five quid on the Xbox store, so that's all I know. It, it looks like something that SpongeBob would kind of have on his TV, but as a joke. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you want to play yeah. <laughs> And then he just turns it off, you know. It looks something like, oh, like a parody thing. It looks kind of dark yeah. and um, stupid. But no, it's, it's really nice. It sounds um, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I do recommend it if you want something slightly familiar but different at the same time you yeah. know, it wants to be a zelda game it wants to be paper mario but also it's just a nice game about having a chat with some bad guys cool um and but we put that on pause to play kirby and the forgotten land and mm. we've just finished it yesterday oh, okay. and um my god playing that game with a five-year-old girl as a waddle dee is probably the best best fun i've ever had on a, on a switch with her because um like me as Kirby, <clears throat> like she she tried playing as Kirby, but she found it frustrating for reasons where you know when you mm. give the the child the camera control and yep. the ability to pace the game, yeah, she found it quite frustrating. Yeah, um, but <laughs> I'm having the her- same thing with with Isaac, but he yeah. he insists on being Kirby. I'm not like I'm not going to argue with him. I'm no. like, no, let, let me be the better character. But also, <laughs> yeah, they're unfortunately, they, yeah, it's like a lot say, of responsibility. Because, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Um, mm. Like because obviously he's still getting his head around like the different face buttons and like the amount of times where I'll be like, right, okay, so go up and like you know, like inhale that ability or that you know mm. thing, and he'll just walk over and then like jump three times. I'm like, no. Isaac, it's the B, not A. Yeah. But obviously, you have, you have to say at and b because you get told off by school otherwise. Yeah, um, I have to do it. <laughs> after, um, after David's mention of me uh, forcing in the D not to be Kirby, uh, we, we tried in a week, but yeah, she was also not a fan. I mean, she's mm. she, hasn't, she hasn't played that many games really, mm-hmm. uh, but she, she, she also wasn't a huge fan of having mm. to control the camera and she liked being mm. that little the little yeah, waddle dee with a spear yeah, yeah, yeah. but the good thing about the waddle dee is that like they get they respawn right so if, if you lose <clears throat> yeah. the the health of the waddle dee it gets five seconds later it's back in the game when yeah, she loses kirby you go back to the checkpoint and yeah. kids don't like playing the same nonsense again and again yeah. from what i could tell yeah. oh daddy you do it it's like well i'll just be kirby anyway and it'll be fine <laughs> And whenever he goes into mouthful mode, like my little one loves like the idea that the waddle dee sits on top of the thing yeah. or, you know, or yeah. interacts with. So yeah. I get to sit on top of the car now, daddy. And she gets to just chill out for a second. It's, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, the, the, the co-op mode's fantastic. It really is, um, kind of, um, above and beyond kind of even like Cappy and Odyssey. Like they've really starting to nail what it, what it means to be a cooperative partner in these kind of games. And I really mm. appreciate that because, mm. um, 
you know, she's really like starting to flourish with video games now, whereas before it's kind of off and on. It's mainly yeah. like my kind of um, my dictation. And then I just let it go for a bit because she, she wasn't interested. And then she goes, oh, how about we get that Kirby game? And I was like, hello. <laughs> she's starting to pick up the interest. And then she was on a, on a trampoline in our garden the other day. And she was pretending to suck up the trampoline in mouth almost. I was like, okay, it's Amazing. working. She's becoming a Nintendo fan. Yeah, Isaac's got very obsessed with Kirby. It's nice. Oh, it's it, so good. Because, pre- I mean, it's, he's, Pokemon's still the main thing he's obsessed with. Like, he doesn't shop mm. about Pokemon, but he's now, like, Kirby's now, like, a close second. I'm just glad there's, like, more than one game he wants to talk about and wants to play and <laughs> stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, we're... I'm, I think so. We're on World Four, the you know the the snowy one, yeah. Um, yes. Which Very nice. I know, like Dave was saying the other week about how much it improves uh, at World Three, and yeah, he was absolutely right. Like World Three is amazing. <laughs> like mm. just gets so much more intricate the way things are hidden and some of the things you have to do or or just notice. You know, things that look slightly out of place, and it's like, oh, is mm. that a secret? Yes, it is. Cool. <laughs> And uh, yeah, really enjoying it. The, those the fucking treasure roads as well, man. They do get hard, don't they? <laughs> I they do. Put them on hold. Yeah. yeah, they do get hard. Um, so I've oh. uh, we've been hammering this over mm-hmm. over Easter, and we, we were playing another game, which we'll talk about in a minute. But mm-hmm. yeah, Kirby is the one we played most of over the Easter break. So I had last week off, mm-hmm. and um, so I, I, we've finished the main game. I've gone and I finished the post game content. Now I've done the challenge levels. I've got all the weapons, all the upgrades, and now I, I, I now I'm going basically towards 100, percent and I'm at 93 percent now. <laughs> There's still loads to do. Like basically, right now, what I'm doing is I'm going through um, each of the levels and doing the missions I didn't finish previously. I've got to do some of the Colos- uh, the Colosseum stuff in Model mm-hmm. D Town, and then I've got like 150 odd models to collect. I think that's then everything. Um, but the more I play this game, the more the more I love it. When I first played this. You know, I thought well, it was not much challenge, but it's pleasant enough and it's it's enjoyable. You know, I've never played a Kirby game previously, don't have any affiliation with the with the guy. Um but you know, it was pleasant. I probably would have given it like a seven at that point. The more I played it, you know, particularly as Sean mentioned, as David mentioned, and James mentioned after after World Two, like, okay, creativity's gone up a notch now. There is definitely a challenge at where you want it. And uh, yeah, I'll probably have given it maybe an eight at that point. And honestly, it's probably like a nine if I was going to review it now. I just love it so much. Like, But the, the music is absolutely incredible. Um, it, like there are so so many tracks in this game that I absolutely love that they're, it, they've been in my head all week. They're probably not going to leave my head until <laughs> maybe a week or two after I stop playing the game. The music is so atmospheric. And there's like um, a level or a set of levels towards the end of the game where you're kind of in like a factory or something like that. And I swear some of the musical themes are very Final Fantasy VII. Oh, like, absolutely. I, yeah, do you think so? It's, oh, it's, it's like the first part of Final Fantasy VII. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just because I'm remembering it. But that's what it evokes straight away. I'm like, a lot of, there's like a, ba- um, a battle you do against one of the enemies. Mm. And I was like, this feels like Final Fantasy VII battle music. Definitely. It was straight out of the Maker Reactor, wasn't it? Or the Maker yeah, Reactor. Yeah, like, massively. Because like, so, so... the way the camera pans and it looks at the, uh, the front facing of this industrial kind of warehouse thing. I was like, are they going for... Fun? No, they're not going for Final Fantasy. But you saying that, I'm like, I'm like, yes. Yeah, I definitely got Final Fantasy like... VII vibes. <laughs> Big uh, time. So I thought that was fantastic. You know, just generally, the music is so catchy. It's it's absolutely brilliant. But no, and the challenge is it's absolutely there. I mean, so there's always challenge levels, and um, you can. And at first, I was like, okay, I'm going to finish everyone and do it within target time. But then. I haven't done that. I've just basically gone through to finish them. But some of them you have to basically, you know, well, I found I really had to work on them 
Um, and uh, and and uh, yeah, I, I think the challenge levels are absolutely brilliant. And just going through and trying to do all the missions, um, I think the post game stuff is really fantastic. What they do, I won't I won't say much, but I think it's really clever what they do. Um, and it, yeah, the post game stuff is is great. I mean, I, it's not as hard as other kind of Nintendo games I've played. I don't think it really goes for that, mm, but it's yeah. like a really nice level of challenge. And I, I've been going through levels constantly to try and mop up missions i didn't do um previously one thing or I, I, it's not a perfect game by any stretch of the imagination one of the things that does annoy me probably the most and maybe it's because i'm trying to go through 100 percent it is when you maybe miss something from a certain part of the level you can't go back yeah you basically have to restart a level again yeah. or if you're trying to do a mission where it's like kill this enemy without um taken any damage you know you might have made your way through the entire level to quite near the end of a level and you see an enemy and for whatever reason you know maybe i make a mistake or they just pull off a, a move and like okay great mm. you've hit me restart go back out there's also no restart so you basically have to quit the level you go back to the main menu <laughs> oh, God. and then you go back to the level start it go through the entire level again oh no fucking hell the enemies hit me again i've had to do that an awful lot or if say yeah, I need to get something, and um, yeah, and, and basically something happens whereby I have to restart a level or just exit, come back. It's kind of it's oh, it, it's really just, clumsy at that you point. You need to just calm down, man. Just finish the level can... and then try it again with, with the knowledge. <laughs> again, it's again, fine again. if you fail. It's fine to fail. You're allowed to fail. I've been failing a lot. Failing a lot. <laughs> There's one particular mission where it's like yeah, kill this enemy or to kill his two enemies at the same time without being hit, and it's right at the end of one levels. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll do it again. Shall I? I guess I'll so. <laughs> That stuff is a bit annoying. It's a weird you, like, one. You quit halfway through the level with Elodie next to you and she's just like, Dad, can we just get to the next bit? And you're like, no, I've got to do this challenge. This is when I'm on my own. It's weird. Like, It's an interesting problem because as you say, like, all right, you know, this is something that's come about because you're trying to, you know, 100% it and like, okay, statistically, you know, you're probably an outlier in, in trying to do that. But also, like that stuff is 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 there for you to do. It's put there, you know, on purpose for people, you know, like you who want to do that. So yeah, it's it's a sort of find that it's actually a bit of a shitty experience due to, like, say, mm. sort of lack of checkpointing or whatever is is a bit poor. Yeah, but, and I don't expect to be able to start and select where to go in the level, then mm. enter it. I just why isn't there a retry? Why do I have yeah. to exit? Go out and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's immensely fun. Immensely I'm trying fun. Trying to be like Mr. Cool and calm over here, but like the the levels are kind of short enough for you to just peg it through to the bit where you need to. Like the levels aren't that long anyway. The, the, the no, no, comes that, from that the is discovery true. around the corners, right? Yeah. But if you were to bomb straight to the end, it'd only take you a couple of minutes. So I, I hear yeah, what you're that, saying because I, true, I, guess, I have those frustrations like... with like Yoshi games and stuff like that, but. Mm. I think if we just calm down a bit, it'd be fine. No, down. <laughs> no, come on. This is the way forward. I was going to say, this is this is a, a Sea of Thieves veteran talking here, isn't it? Like, it's all right if you just <laughs> fucking lose an entire night's progress. and it's just... <laughs> I'm getting annoyed again now. I hate that game. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so immensely impressed with it. It's, it's way better than I thought it would be. It keeps getting better. I'm, I never intended to... Uh, I've never intended to 100% it, and I'm, I haven't yet still, so maybe I won't, but um, I've never intended to to play this much. I mean, the moment I kind of finished the game, I was like, well, I'm obviously going to do the post-game stuff. The moment mm. I did that, I'm like, well, I'm obviously going to keep playing this, and <laughs> there's so mm. much to do, so much to do, but no, I, I, this household and me absolutely love Kirby, and excited to see what they do next, because, yeah, again, haven't played the previous one, but I will undoubtedly be buying the next one mm. after enjoying this one as much as I have. Cool. It might be worth, 
Oh, would it? I was going to say, is it worth sort of investigating some of the older ones? Perhaps not. Mm, it's it's interesting like. that it has that little that book in your, in Kirby's house where it's like, here's some of the other games that you could buy. Yeah. Um, that's a mm. weird little addition, isn't it? Because it's not like... There's lots of little weird additions. I, I like the fact that you can, like, there's a there's a place in town where you can listen to all the tracks, which is quite nice. Yeah. And you have, like, little pictures in your house, I quite like. The pictures in the um, house thing is very cool. The, the, there's yeah, I, I, the I fireplace. Love, yeah. Yeah, I, I love the mini games in town. There's a there's loads you can unlock. And yeah, because yeah, I... Are, um, are really good fun. Obviously, the, you know, the other week you talked about the Waldy town, and I was like, oh, that, that does actually sound quite cool. And then, yeah, so, like, un, you know, played a bit more, unlocked the town... Um, and was kind of like, oh, is this it? Like, you know, initially, like, oh, there's a theater, there's a, you know, Kirby's house, and then there's like a few other buildings that will appear if you, you know, save a certain number of Waddle Dees, and then I got those, and again, I was like, oh, this is, yeah, this is pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, but it turns out it gets way bigger, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, um, there's there's like five or six mini games and yeah. fishing, and there's like there's tilt based puzzles where you have to roll. You know, a, a ball or a little little Kirby yeah, yeah. round. I, I thought they're talking. really really good fun. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a restaurant game um, where you know you got to like, serve the meals as quick as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was really struggling on the highest difficulty. I think I may have said last week, mm. hey, to get um, you get like a figurine if you beat the the cafe or restaurant on the hardest difficulty and i just couldn't do it um but i mean elodie properly showed me up or maybe just like no daddy just say you play it i'm like wow you, okay this is the first time it's properly happened but um so in when it goes like lunch lunchtime rush and you have loads of people saying here's i mean here's what i want here's what i want i didn't realize that because i was so kind of like get the game done or get the level done i didn't realize that actually as Elodie pointed out, if you look at the next person in line, they like the outline of what they want starts to appear. Because when right, she was playing, yeah. I'm like, "How you're literally doing it in like a second? How are you? How do you know that they're going to choose the burger or the tomato?" And she's <laughs> like, "Oh no! If you look at their head, it kind of like it slowly builds up in the background." I'm like, "Oh my god! I can't. That's amazing!" And, and we got it done in co-op. So yeah, nice. amazed. What what a game! What a game! It is very good. good. I'm really enjoying it. Josh. Hello. Do you want to do yours? Yeah. <laughs> so I've been traveling a lot mm-hmm. um, recently. So um, with my trusty Switch, I've been playing a lot of um, Spelunky 2. Oh, yeah. Um, but this game kind of got overshadowed the year it came out by um, Hades. Um, yeah. Because understandably, Hades was amazing. Um, and I've, I've been trying to get back into it because i love the first mm. spelunky i i absolutely adore it and i think i'm just slowly coming to terms with the fact that spelunky 2 just isn't isn't the masterpiece that the first game is really? um mm. i just don't think the difficulty and the enemy types and um just certain set pieces that can be generated by the game's algorithm is as well balanced and satisfying to overcome and learn as the first game is like the the really and you know to the to the um the dev's credit like this has been patched and imp- improved um since release mm-hmm. um but one of the more notorious elements is that there's an enemy in the first world called the mole uh. which digs through the environment 
and runs at you full speed when it comes comes <laughs> out of the ground. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's so hard to account for. It's so easy to forget that they're there. Mm. Um, and there's not that feeling of learning that encounter, le- like mm. mastering it. Like, mm. okay, the mole's here. This is what I've got to do because they're just so chaotic. They're just, they're just agents of chaos digging through the earth and just occasionally going, oh, you've just been hit by a bat. I'm going to come up behind you and hit you too. Ha, <laughs> um, And it's just, it's just too intense for World One, right? Mm. Like, World One needs... To, it still needs to be a stiff challenge, but I need dumb enemies, yeah. like, like simple traps that kind of slowly get me in the mind space of Spelunky and the difficulty level of Spelunky. Mm. And if, like, the moles showed up, like, in World 5 or 4, fair enough. Like, that that's the point where you start um, introducing the Agents of Chaos. But, mm. like, yeah, it just doesn't make sense, their placement there. Yeah, And then the like... worlds just get... Sorry, go on. Yeah. No, you go. I was just going to say, yeah, because that's always... I mean, I've never, I've never been particularly good at Spelunky, but I remember, like... The the encouraging thing in the early stages is like it's it's really hard, but everything about it is consistent and predictable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So as you say, to have something chaotic thrown in sort of betrays yeah. that a bit. Yeah, and and then later levels escalate from there. Like mm-hmm. they've they've introduced this on paper sounds really cool fluid dynamic system so there's like lava where if you blow up certain um areas of the world like it flow it properly flows out of those crevices mm-hmm. and stuff like that which is cool but again it's it's too hard it's not consistent it's too hard to predict mm, yeah. and like i miss I don't know. Like, there's there's something about how dumb the AI. Even though, like, you can be killed in one hit, like you can be killed in a couple of hits from all these really deadly enemies. There's something about how consistent, how rigid their mm. patterns mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How there's no room that, like, every time I died in Spelunky One, I was like, I could if I had just slowed down, if I had just mm. used the bomb, if I had just used the rope and taken my time, I I could have overcome that. There are just occasions where I'm dead and I'm like in this game I die and I'm just like I don't know what happened there. Mm-hmm. Like I I I've played this game for well over 15 hours now and I still I still don't get it. So yeah. I think I'm going to have to retire Spelunky 2, unfortunately. Um, there's good stuff in there. I don't want to rag on it completely. Like I, I think the soundtrack for Spelunky 2 is amazing. Mm-hmm. I really, really love the art direction. I think um, the look of the characters and the world is, is an improvement over the first one. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not as tight, yeah. um, which is unfortunate. Mm. Um the other game I've been playing is um it's called Inscription Casey's Mod. It's not actually a mod. Okay. It's um it's an update to mm. um Inscription from from the from the original developers um that basically turns the um the leshy section of the game so basically act 1 of the game mm. into a proper endless uh roguelike deck builder. Okay. Um and it's 
really, really great. It's mm-hmm. genuinely really, really fun. Um, if if you've completed Inscription, um, I highly recommend it. Um, there's obviously some stuff that they've had to tone down. Um, it's it's purely a gameplay experience rather than a narrative one. Mm. Um, but and and obviously they can't include stuff like the death cards and yeah. all that jazz. Um, but they've added some new stuff in there um, to compensate for that. So mm-hmm. there's this cool mechanic. There's a character called Goobert, which you encounter in the main story for Inscription. But in this, he shows up as a character who um, can make copies of your cards by painting them. But he's not a very good painter. So he makes imperfect copies <laughs> of your cards. So that so it's like, great, I, I'm going to give you... This uh, this card because I really like the attack value on this, but then he'll get the attack value wrong. So it's like the whole reason I got you to copy this card, you've just you've just messed it up. But it, it's it's fun. Like I I like that system of like it's always there's always a chance that he's going to get it wrong in a way that undermines the reason why you want the card copied, mm. or it can just be like a minor. Th- All right, it's got one less health. That's no big deal. <laughs> Fine, I'll deal with it. And there's tons of stuff like that. There's there's more cards as well. There's more beasts to, to choose from. It's just really clever. Um and I'm I'm glad that they they you know, given how successful inscription was, um I'm glad that they poured some some of that resource into to making something that, you know, extends the life of that game. Yeah. So Is this yeah. a paid uh, DLC or does it come no, as part it's of the game? Free. Yeah, you okay. can just if you've got it on PC, it's um, it's because it was in in beta, so you'd have to put it in, you know, type out the password and and do the beta version mm. beta version of it on Steam. But now it's officially out, so if if you have Inscription on Steam, you can just load up Casey's mod, easy peasy. Oh, cool, because mm. I know I do. I should have I should have gone back. I should have basically save scum that to get through the game, which I was yeah. desperate to get through because <laughs> I wanted to hear, I wanted to experience all the amazing story uh, revelations that people were talking about or not talking about, but certainly hinting at. But I just got to like the third boss in the cabin and I I tried a couple of times and died and didn't go back to it. Obviously, it's a busy time of year anyway with other games out, mm. but I wish I'd just... Well, I guess I can. I still can. Like save scum it to actually get through and experience it myself. Yeah, because I mean, it was because we both hit the same point, didn't we, Matt? Where it was like we'd, we'd exhausted yeah. all the story stuff in in Act One, and then it was like, right now, just you know, get to the end and beat the boss. Um, yeah. And yeah, and suddenly I was just like, uh, like yeah, so again, I you know got to got to the end, but then failed a couple of times. And I was just like, ah, but if I wanted to just play a roguelike deck builder, I would be playing Monster Train or Slay the Spire. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, just sort of lost momentum with it, which I know is is my problem and I should fix that <laughs> because I know the, you know, the narrative stuff really, you know, uh, ramps up. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> um, but uh, yeah, but this, this sounds interesting. I mean, I, I would still... Like I, if I was to go back, I would still want to do the story stuff first. But yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. That they've obviously, you know, taken those, you know, that framework and those assets and just been like, yeah, here's here's like you know the like more typical yeah. um, deck builder version of that. It's quite cool. And you know, I don't know if if you're after like very very robust in depth 
deck building mm. roguelike mechanics mm-hmm. i think you are probably better served by monster train yeah. um but this game comes with like that atmosphere mm. that art direction yeah. that that sound design mm. which as much as i, I genuinely monster train is a fan- phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. I think it looks ugly as sin, though. <laughs> it kind of does. Um, um, yeah. yeah. So if if you're kind of like me and and really really shallow and and want all their games, regardless of how deep they are, to look pretty, then here you go. <laughs> Here's like a pretty slightly shallower version of Monster Train. Cool. Um, and lastly, um, I know you've been playing this as well, Sean, mm-hmm. but um, Elden Ring, um, oh, yeah. I am 90 hours into it. Um, <sighs> I am level 116 Fuck currently. You know. oh. um, <laughs> I am absolutely head over heels in love with this game. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff, there's like criticisms I had about the game earlier on which I no longer would support. (laughs) Um, So I, for example, um, ages ago, uh, Sean, you, you, um, me and Chris Mm -hmm. were were talking about Elden Ring. And I said, yeah, the the story is not as, it's not as robust or as interesting as Dark Souls. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't tie together in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I fully retract that statement uh, based on stuff that I've seen later on. Okay. Um, I the the thing is that it's not that those mini bosses that you fought in all of those caves and and out in the open world are like they're not they're not Gwyn, mm-hmm. they're not um, Seif the Scaleless yeah. or any of that, right? But um, Elden Ring is much more interested in factions and culture and the dynamics therein mm-hmm. than Dark Souls is. Dark Souls is very interested in individuals, yeah. like individual characters and how they impact the world. Whereas this game cares about group dynamics mm-hmm. and there's like revel- there's revelations and little insights and and you know the way souls games do it like where where certain enemies show up and the the locations they're associated with it builds a sense of who that faction is and what that culture is mm. and what their value system is and and what they care about which retroactively makes some of those mini bosses more meaningful than they actually they they felt at the time like the tree sentinel is like a big example of that yeah. like oh He's there for a reason, um, and I now know what the reason is. Um, and and they play with it. I'm, this is a mild, mild spoiler. In mm-hmm. the grand scheme of the stuff that I know, this is not a big deal, yeah. so you're just going to have to trust mm-hmm. me. Um, there, There's a point in the game where you're going up a mountain, and... I won't name the factions, mm-hmm. but like two two factions are meeting each other on this hill, and they're meeting each other peacefully. They're not mm-hmm. they're not fighting each other. Um, and then you go and fight <laughs> one of the enemies, um, one of the enemies on one side, just because you're playing Elden Ring and you want to pick a fight, <laughs> and you realize that those enemies are using the weapons and items 
that are most commonly associated with the other faction that they're meeting. Right. And you go, shit, they're working together. They're trading. <laughs> they're working together. And then it suddenly triggered something in my head. So all those times that this faction has been fighting other factions in Limsgrave, has that been orchestrated by this other faction? Are they manipulating this faction to distract <laughs> everyone else in exchange for these weapons and these items? Mm -hmm. And it's just stuff like that. Like, that's the good stuff. That's the Varti Vidya yeah. content that I crave from, <laughs> from software. That's That's been really good to see, especially in the, the kind of second half of the game. Yeah. Um, there are some amazing locations. Like I, you know, uh, Sean, you've already been to two of them, mm -hmm. but um, the volcano. I just completed the volcano manor mm -hmm. um, recently, and it, it's very much like a does what it says on the tin uh, location. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I don't know what I expected <laughs> when I walked into the volcano manor, but like, yeah, uh, it did lots of lava, I guess. <laughs> um, and it, it, it's funny because. It, it, it rem like there's elements of this game that reminds me a lot of um, of Dark Souls Two mm. more than more than any other game that From Software have made. But it feels like they were given the chance to like flesh those ideas out and and do them properly because the Volcano Manor feels a lot like the Iron Keep. I was going to say in Dark yeah, Souls Two, yeah, yeah. Um, but the Iron Keep stuff. I think Dark Souls, just for the record, I think Dark Souls 2 gets way too much hate than yep. it, you know, it deserves. Like, mm -hmm. it's a solid game. But, like, one of the criticisms that I think justifiably gets leveled at it is some of its environments lack that feeling of being organic. Like, they feel like playgrounds just made for the player yeah, to, just, to, just sort of to toy bolted with. together via massive lifts and stuff so you kind of like ah oh, just kind of forget yeah. about where you were relative to where you are now it's <laughs> they're not really related yeah, just yeah it doesn't matter yeah. um and the iron keep suffers from that yeah. especially it just feels like a, a weird jungle gym over boiling hot lava mm -hmm. whereas there was some some real attention paid in the volcano manor to to root it obviously it's an illusion you know mm -hmm. but like root it in some kind of like functionality what why is this the why is this place this way like what it was what was it used for what 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 was the function of all these levers mm -hmm. and and bridges and stuff like that yeah. which was really great to see um I found a really cool sword um, <laughs> called the Sword of Night and Flame. And that it is does the best sound cool. sword. It does. <laughs> it is so good. So every other, like most swords, it's either like scaling off of strength mm -hmm. or scaling off of deck. Yeah. So it's either going to be light and quick or heavy and yeah. what have you, mm -hmm. like slow. Um, this scales off of faith and intelligence. Okay. And when you swing it around normally, it just does a lot of damage, mm -hmm. but it just functions like a normal straight sword. Mm -hmm. But if you hold down the, the left trigger for your skills, yeah. you go into this ready stance. Mm -hmm. And if you press the right bumper, you shoot a laser beam <laughs> out of your sword. <laughs> oh, you saved and it. That <laughs> sounds good. And keep if, going, keep if going. You tr if you press... The, the right trigger, yeah. you sh like you shoot a wave of flames oh. around you, oh. um, doing like massive damage to whole crowds of enemies. Yeah. Um, and it, it solved the magic problem for me mm -hmm. in Souls games because 
so often like the spells are great, but it's so awkward to equip your staff, yeah. then cycle through all the spells to the exact spell that you want. It's so much better to just have this sword, hold down a button, and have access to the two spells that, like, <laughs> two incredibly powerful spells at any moment. And I could just do them on the fly, yeah. like, in the middle of a boss fight or with a group of enemies. It feels so good. It's, yeah, it, it um, took me a, a while to twig that, yeah, like, you know, for all the you know, the Ashes of War and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, these are, like, cool attacks for my sword. And then, yeah, sort of realizing later on, like, oh, no, some of these are essentially magic spells and they can yeah. just be yeah. built into my sword if if I so choose. Um, yeah, I say it's, it's a much more elegant way of, of doing things. It, you, know, and I, I'm not, you know, it's probably not as powerful as being, like, a full, you know, staff user. Um, probably. But, but still, I'm it's just, much more I'm not, yeah, use, useful yeah. in a lot of ways. I'm just not willing to... It, it just... Being a full-on mage just feels really fiddly. Yeah. Um, I, I totally... Like, I summoned someone recently who destroyed a boss instantly with one spell, <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, okay. <laughs> yes, I see why you would go all the way on intelligence, but for someone who like like me who just wants to... Swing a sword and then occasionally do something cool. Yeah. This this weapon is perfect. Where did you um, get that weapon? I assume it's beyond where I am. <laughs> um, where can there I find is that an cool estate. sword? Do, so directly above Hogwarts. Yes. Oh, the carrier is manner. an estate. Yes, uh, the sword is in there. Fuck, because that's the one place I really don't want to go at the moment. Because the spider hand things fuck me up. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. It's gonna have to be a brave boy. Um. You're just gonna have to do yeah. it. Um, yeah. So I've made it. So I've done um, Rare Lucaria, and I'm now in the capital city. Which fucking hell! Um, even just the the environment around it. Yeah, like you know, the game had been you know beautiful up to that point with loads of incredible locations and stuff. Um, but yeah, reaching reaching the the it's the Altus Plateau, isn't it? Just yeah, like, oh, yeah. this game's been just sort of fucking around for the last forty hours. This is <laughs> like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, how how great is it to play a game that actually saves its best yeah. moments and vistas until later on? Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah, because there's I know in game development, and I'm not saying this is wrong, but obviously there's always that temptation to front load the best stuff because yeah. statistically most players aren't gonna get that far um and you, you know which you would think would be especially true of like you know souls games because they you know i mean you know obviously there's a whole discussion around difficulty and stuff there's been interesting stuff you know like the last week i think there's an article on Eurogamer basically saying yeah it's unbalanced that's and because you 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 have the freedom to find your own balance within it yeah. you know and that's that's why it's interesting but yeah broadly speaking you you know you wouldn't be wrong for assuming that oh, there's going to be a lot of people that will bounce off this to an extent. So yeah, to to just be able to, as you say, like forty hours in, and I'm just like, fuck, this is unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really good. It's the arc. So you, have you have you been in the capital itself? I mean, I've run through a, a bit right. of it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've not really sort of soaked it up yeah i've just sort of sprinted through did a couple of uh the sites of grace and thought i'm not supposed to be here yet yeah yeah but like s some of the um 
the architect, especially around the Erd tree itself, mm-hmm. like some of the architecture for those buildings mm. is unbelievably beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it incredible. feels like you know when you playing a game and like and it might look good and then you see the concept art and you're like ah i see what they were trying to do <laughs> yeah whereas this this just is like i mean you know, i haven't seen any of the concept art but it it feels like it's like as impressive as like the best concept art i've, I've seen in the past yeah. you know what i mean um like it just feels much closer to like this just completely just the sheer scale and detail of everything it's just yeah. unbelievable, and, and it's 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 really interesting to play a game that cares about um, the kind of macro detail of the world yeah. because obviously, like Elden Ring, on a technical level, is not it's not going to compete with something like you know Horizon, mm-hmm. but Horizon is very focused on the micro details, like how a character's face looks, mm. you know, blade of grass, that kind of thing. But the macro detail is maybe not as big of a focus, whereas with this, like everything is sculpted in such a way where you crest a cliff or you go into a room that has a you know an open window or something like that, mm. and you look outwards and you go, "Oh my god, <laughs> like that just looks so beautiful, mm. and the fact that the game doesn't look technically as impressive as some of its competition just does not matter yeah. in that moment. It's that, you know, the the whole... <laughs> like when Breath of the Wild came out and, you know, it was, and yeah. everything, one of the things everyone was saying was, like, oh, you know, like, you fucking see a mountain in, in the distance and you can go to it and you can climb it and you can, like, it's all it's all there for you to explore. Yeah. There's no sort of, oh, well, that's just, that's outside of the bounds of the game and I'm never going to be able to actually go there. It's I feel like Elden Ring sort of pulls that off all over again in terms of yeah like even you know having played breath of the wild and and you know open world games having you know come as far as they have you start elden ring and you see stuff in the distance you see these towers and mountains and just you know and and again you just think oh well that'll be that'll be out of bounds that won't actually yeah that won't actually be somewhere i can go but it fucking is all of it (laughs) as far as I can tell it's all yeah and the amount of things you see that's like well that's just like that's like a little island or that's oh that tower's like you know there was a bridge to it but it's broken so I probably can't go there yeah probably can there'll be a way (laughs) so um, yeah it's yeah really fucking good isn't it and what what's absolutely blowing my mind mm-hmm. is you know i'm I'm 90 hours into the thing mm-hmm. and i tech uh whatsapp message my friend rob middleton mm-hmm. who's further along than mm-hmm. i am and i said i think i've i think i've got to the last area of the map <laughs> and then he said the name of a location that i've literally never <laughs> heard of before and i was like oh for god really <laughs> and then i said where i was and he said uh, uh, okay you're nowhere near the end i said like, oh my god <laughs> okay <laughs> this game is just impossibly big yeah um i am um, so yeah what else so yeah this is probably what i've spent most of my time on again this week so i'm just sort of everything's still <laughs> just sort of floating around um the the boss in uh Shifra river um it's fucking unbelievable oh I like. I don't want to spoil it. I think it might be yeah, one of my yeah, favorite yeah. ever Souls bosses, and I, I beat it on the second go. It's not a hard one, really. Um, 
but it's the first Souls boss where I was like gutted that I'd beaten it because I yeah. just wanted yeah. to. I, I was like, oh no, I would have been quite comfortable with sort of five, ten attempts at this because it was just beautiful, like just yeah. an incredible thing to witness. Um, and then yeah, and I was like, oh, I've killed it now. That's that's that. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of feelings about that game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm excited to go back to it once maybe Kirby's done, mm. but I, I will be going back to that. Yeah, it sounds amazing. I'll even, yeah. Months later, people still got amazing yeah. stories about it, and it feels like, Ooh. again, much like Breath of the Wild, where people are like, oh, you know, I was worried about spoilers, but no, mm. people were saying stuff about that game every single day, and it never felt like it spoiled yeah. it. It was just adventures other people had gone on and discoveries they they had made, but you had made your fair share of your own discoveries. And I feel mm-hmm. like this does exactly that as well. I've heard, you know, so many people talk on podcasts or in articles and videos, and it hasn't spoiled anything because I've just yeah. heard so many, and I feel like I'll probably have many of my own. Yeah, like it just that I haven't yeah, heard about. As you say, and just that's the measure of a good game. I yeah, think. just as with Breath of the Wild, it's like, look, no, it's just that big that like you can listen to other people's stories, and you, yeah, there's still so much yeah. room for your own that it's yeah, not really a problem. And and Matt, if if you if you struggle with the difficulty, just look up strategies for negating it because there's so much (laughs) advice online now um and there are like for every boss that is a massive headache there is a hundred percent a strategy that kind of negates the difficulty Mm. so like um recently eurogamer just posted an article for the notorious star scourge radar that basically (laughs) removes the second half of the fight so (laughs) i I need to look at that because that's that's where i am now and yeah he's a fucking nightmare um, yeah. Well, apparently not, but we'll see. What I'm most fascinated about, and I haven't watched the videos, is people like finishing the game in under nine minutes, <laughs> yeah. which I think is the latest. I just, best time. I, I mean, hate those people. <laughs> like, how? What? How? I mean, I guess I should watch a video that? to find out. But I just... nine minutes. But the thing well, is, what? What? <laughs> they didn't just go. Oh, I've completed it in nine minutes. That's like hundreds of hours. <laughs> of figuring out the exact perfect way of playing yeah. it, and now they've completed it in that amount of time. That's just... It's terrifying. I, I have a lot of respect for speedrunners, don't get me mm. wrong, but with a game like this, it's just, oh my God, <laughs> like, I hate you. Um, I, I've, yeah. I've not looked into that because I'm, I'm worried it will, yeah, sort of spoil late game things, but yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see if it is stuff that is there on purpose or if it is like a genuine glitch or, or whatever that's being exploited yeah um yeah yeah i've watched any of those yet mm. but um yeah i'm also interested in going in going on and i'm watching that uh, josh you were saying earlier about you know you travel you're traveling a lot you have traveled a lot recently and you played a lot of switch um are you tempted with like a steam deck to be to be able to play games like elden ring and inscription <laughs> and splunky 2 and others on on the go or I, is that in your I, planning at all <sighs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm kind of waiting to see what the long term reaction to Steam Deck is. Mm. Um, I've seen a bit. I of don't like, think I would... I've seen a bit of like wait for the second or third one talk. Yeah, I don't know how yeah fair that is, but yeah, I just <sighs> Valve can be a little bit inconsistent with the quality of their hardware, mm. um, and I'm worried that there's going to be long term 
issues with this yeah. that will come out a year later. Yeah. So um, I'd rather wait. I to to be honest with you though, Matt, like it wouldn't be stuff like Elden Ring that I would want to play on it. Like um, I I want to play those games on my big TV at home. Yeah, it's more of the smaller. Like I have just tons and tons of small indie games on Steam mm. that I've just never gotten round to. Yeah. But I would hundred percent play them all if if I had them on a portable device. So if I was going to get it, it'd be it'd be for those games. Mm. Cool. Yeah, I wasn't too, too. I did like reserve or you know get a pre order in, and I started watching like Linus Tech Tips videos. I'm like, this does look like a fascinating piece of hardware, but it's just yeah, it's, it's probably not the right time for me at the moment. Mm. But yeah, yeah. I'm still. I, I kind of read oh, kind of related. I saw loads of people, like loads of um, people in the media, got to post their like previews on this videos of play date today as well, didn't they? Did you uh, see yeah, that? No, I didn't. All the videos going on, so I presume we'll be getting reviews of that pretty soon. Mm. But it's pretty cool to see them things out in into people's hands yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, be intrigued to see how that goes down. Um, because I did want one, and I still do. But, you know, we, we talked about this at the time, didn't we, Matt? Like, once we'd missed that first pre-order window, it's like, oh, I'm going to miss out on the everyone gets the new games at the same time thing. Yeah, that, yeah, that totally killed yeah, it Yeah, like, it shouldn't be that big a deal. But somehow, I don't know, it felt like that was a big part of the fun, really. But, Massively, yeah. 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 Um, I've only got, well, I've got, I've got two more to talk about. But one is shared with Matt, so I'll just tick off the other one first. So I finished Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, Excellent. Really enjoyed it, but the ending was just an absolute, I don't know, non-events really. Um, <laughs> like it's, it's just really strange because it's, it's so self-contained and I don't think it has like any multiplayer stuff or anything. So like you can't, you know, you get to the end of the campaign and it's like, Oh yeah, you've got these two fucking, Mythical Pokemon, isn't that incredible? And I'm like, yeah, but what am I supposed to do with them now? Finish the story. Obviously, I'll, you know, I could go on to catch them all if I wanted to. Um, but you don't necessarily need like super tough Pokemon to do that. So- well, I got an impression that there's still, yeah, if you do decide to do the kind of the post game mm. stuff or you know post credits, there is some major battles that you will probably need these. Okay, I, I should check with James really because um, I know he. I mean, I, I don't think he enjoyed completing the Pokédex. No, um, kind of soured the game. Yeah, for him. so I'm I'm probably gonna stop here. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Like the way the story ends, it's just it's just like you know because there's this big portal in the sky that you fell out of um, and landed in the past, and and you know that's like the the whole focus of the story is oh there's this big fucking rift and we need to close it and then like and towards the end someone's like oh so you know what happens if we close it like you know will you go back to where you came from and you're just like oh i don't know and then you close the portal and you're still in the past and no one even acknowledges like oh shit so are you stuck here like no (laughs) no one (laughs) cares um so that's all a bit odd but yeah it I don't know, it's such a strange game because it, it really feels, you know, especially because of what we've now seen of, um, you know, the new mainline ones, um, what was it, Violet and Scarlet? Um, like, this really feels like a proof of concept. Like, this was like a bit of a side project and they sort of went, actually, do you know what? This will probably sell. We should we should put it out. Um, 
I don't know that there is something weirdly half baked about it, and yet it's the most fresh and interesting Pokemon's been in years. Um, so you know, hopefully this is this is a signifier of like where the the main series is going. Um, but yeah, sort of by the end. I was like, like the world feels tiny by the end. You start out and you're like, oh man, it's open world. It's absolutely huge. And then by the time you've got like all the Pokemon that you can ride around on, it's just like, oh no, it's actually really small. It's actually not that yeah, big at all. It is pretty tiny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I'm really glad I played it. Like I did have a really good time with it. It's just, as I say, it's just curious by the end. You're just like, oh, this kind of feels. I don't know, like half finished in a way, um, but yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't label those criticisms on it, but I, I do get what you mm. mean about you know it being like this is a stepping stepping stone to the, yeah. the next one and prove a concept. But you know, I, I really enjoyed it. But I it for everything in like games of the year, I I, I wouldn't have it anywhere near my yeah. list. It was great. I enjoyed it, but I kind of have no more emotion yeah, to it yeah, than that totally. really i mean it's my first proper pokemon game mm-hmm. i'll definitely play more if they were more in this style mm-hmm. previous ones haven't really interested mm-hmm. me uh so yeah it's done something in that regard yeah. but yeah yeah no more than that really the other one it's a big one um lego star wars the skywalker saga so yes. how much of this have you played matt so uh, yeah, uh, we got this on the day it came mm-hmm. out, which is like the Tuesday of the Easter holidays, and I thought this would be our kind of mainstay. But we, we played a bit, mm-hmm. but mostly we've gone back to Kirby. So we're only kind of at the near the end of uh, the f- of the first one, which you know, which is um, which is a New Hope. Right. Yeah. I-, I started in like film order, yeah. rather than episode order. Well, it's curious because it lets so you we do, haven't even quite finished. Unless you do both, doesn't it? Like it's not they're not all unlocked from the beginning, but yeah, you can start with episode four or one, which I thought was interesting. Oh, really? Okay, so I, I I just assumed you could choose any of them, so I just went to that one. I wasn't actually where it was locked. Yeah, up. I think I think all of the others are locked. Or maybe is the Force Awakens available at the start as well, possibly? Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, so we haven't finished one. How much have you played? So we've yeah, so we've finished episode one, um, and then Isaac wanted to play A New Hope, so we've gone on to that, um, and we are currently at Yavin four. Um, it's nice. yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, we're talking about this game in light of you know the stuff that came out about the studio a couple of months back about you know problems with management not listening to the staff and particularly stuff about the QA team um being treated very poorly and i do think you see some of that um you know technically there's been some issues with it um i think there was there was a a pretty swift patch on xbox which is what we're playing on um but yeah like i've seen people saying you know that there's some missions that are just basically bugged and like prevent your progress in some cases and and stuff but i mean by and large it's really impressive like i like it's really good um the the sheer like i don't know that the, obviously lego star wars has been a thing for a long time the lego star wars games in particular uh been a thing for a very long time um this feels much more like a love letter to star wars as a whole whereas like the previous ones were like yeah it's you know it this is a lego reinterpretation of star wars um and like the you know and there are jokes and stuff um whereas this like just from the intro 
but yeah the end that intro video is so, so good, good. Like, <laughs> it, it looks great it really gets you pumped and then just, it goes into like kind of the main menu screen mm. where you see all the characters across all you know the star wars films all together i'm like come on yeah. and that alone gets me super pumped mm. just because it's great intro and really yeah you can instantly tell that that this team loves Star yeah. Wars and loves kind of celebrating yeah. all the you know great and the weird mm-hmm. and the funny and the you know all every part of Star Wars you can kind of tell it's encapsulated in that intro movie. Yeah, hundred percent. And the like the sense of humor in it is fantastic because you know the Lego games have always had jokes in them. For me, they've not always landed, or they're just you know the occasional smirk or whatever. Um, whereas I'm yeah I'm finding this like genuinely pretty funny there's there's bits it's not even like you know proper like proper laugh out loud gags just little things like you know you're in a um you know some facility somewhere and you call a lift down and the droid that's you know manning the lift is just wearing like a little hat <laughs> like he's wearing like he's a concierge at a hotel or something and he's just like Pfft. yeah <laughs> What? Yeah, there's a lot of kind of silly things in the background. Yeah, like in the cuts, like silly references. I yeah. saw like a stormtrooper like hit their head on something, but it wasn't kind of from the same you know part of like, yeah. the, the movie. Yeah. But you see that in the background, and like, okay, and there's yeah, there's there's lots of little references mm-hmm. to other parts of Star Wars yes. in certain scenes. They don't keep like the references to that kind of particular scene or part of the yeah. movie or even that yeah, movie, yeah. which I think is really clever and really funny. For yeah, yeah. Um it's I do feel like playing it with Isaac, um it like he's definitely struggling with it a bit. It's definitely a bit more complex than previous Lego games have been. Like like you have to manage the camera yourself now, don't you? Like it's not like previous Lego games, yeah. generally speaking, the camera's sort of quite panned out and pretty much always looking at, you know, like where you need it to. Whereas this is this feels much more like a traditional like third person game, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, again, I haven't played the previous mm-hmm. ones, but yeah, it, it it definitely requires full kind of camera control yeah. and LEDs to kind of still. You know, she, she, she was fine by the end mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, but yeah, that's definitely a bit more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, again, I haven't played the previous ones, but my God, mm-hmm. I was overwhelmed when I first started playing this game. <laughs> um, there's just so much to see and do, and like the up, like upgrades and 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 you know skill trees mm-hmm. and. You know, there's a lot to get your head around to the point where we're like, we'll just keep playing and enjoying the game, and then we'll maybe come back to the upgrades and mm. what what skill points we need in which these disciplines in order to be able to do more or unlock more. Um, I think it's it's really, well, I've always really overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, so I assume previous games are just far less complex and more just about you going around and enjoying the yeah, game. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the 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 great thing about previous Lego games is that they always um yeah it's like you can get to the end of the campaign with basically you know the con- like the control the sorry the the stick and like jump and attack right maybe maybe some other abilities like but then it's once you you start going back through the levels in free mode where you can like switch character mm. at will and stuff and that's when you start digging into you know the puzzles and stuff um and you know that's when it starts getting complex where yeah whereas this is like hey there's a skill tree and that's like that's completely new, and I've and I've looked at it once when the tutorial came up for it, and I've just not looked at it again since, and I probably should because I'm probably missing stuff. Um, but yeah, that kind of felt a bit unnecessary. A, a lot, I mean, a lot of those menus, you know, there's all like the different ships and stuff. 
I mean, they're just collectibles, yeah, ships, right? Characters, yeah, skills. So that's you sort of looking at it like, oh my god, what is this? But I mean, they're. I don't, th- I don't think they're essential to, to gameplay in any way. I think that's just a way of tracking like what you've unlocked and stuff, which is fine. Um, but yeah, like that combined with the like the camera stuff, it's like oh, this is, this is this feels like it's sort of trying to age up with the audience, right? Because obviously, if you were a child when the yeah, first Lego Star that. Wars came out, like you're a grown adult by now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, no, no, I was thinking that. I was like, this does not feel like. A, a child's first Lego Star Wars yeah. game. This totally feels like, yeah, this is for the people that played those first ones and yeah. now they're, as you said, like I'm much yeah, older. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so LED has seen like the the first, uh, the, the, certainly the original trilogy um, of Star Wars mm. films and she thought they were fine. I mean, she didn't yeah. see much more, but the, 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 this made us, although we didn't actually find time in the end, this definitely made us want to re-watch them mm-hmm. so she understood more like the references mm-hmm. and the jokes and whatnot. I mean, she was enjoying the game for the game itself and for like the funny situations they were in, not obviously in relation to the original yeah. films or how it fits in like the Star Wars mm-hmm. kind of pantheon. Um, so I was enjoying it on a much different level than her, but I think it's still still fun enough just to go around blasting all the various enemies and seeing you know the kind of the yeah the, the jokes. The, the, there's a lot of kind of physical comedy and mm. kind of background comedy in these scenes that you don't need to need don't even need to know the references, don't even need to know mm-hmm. the films. They're still just like funny Lego people doing funny things in these in these in the games. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, obviously, yeah, Isaac no, it, hasn't. It, I, I really really enjoyed. Yeah, like uh, obviously, Isaac hasn't seen. I, mean, I think technically he's seen Force Awakens, but obviously he was, he was like. Two and a half, three at the time, so he didn't really absorb any of it. I don't think, but yeah, like he's he's laughing at loads of this, like because like you say, it's just loads of like just slapstick stuff that just works. You know, it's universal. But also, like I think one thing I was really impressed by was like because you know, like Star Wars films, uh, they're not they're not comedies by any means, but there are moments of of levity in them. Um, and the like, so obviously you're playing through the events of you know, like A New Hope. Um, and obviously the dialogue is is different. It's mostly original dialogue, still following the same basic story. But there's you know there's added like gags and stuff. But like when there is a a funny bit from the film, they haven't changed it. And it's like yeah, fair enough. Like it's like no, why would we rewrite this bit that was already funny? Like it's yeah, yeah, know, the original's funny enough. Yeah, and I just thought that was a a very smart decision. Um. I think, like, uh, technically, it is, as I say, you know, there are there are bugs. Um, and, like, you know, people have reported, like, it's been sort of crashing and stuff, like, completely. I've not experienced that. Um, but, like... Yeah, I've, yeah, I've had a bunch. Really? I've had a bunch. Yeah. I've had, had these, like, bits where we're in... Um, uh, we are, we're, we're in one of the space stations and basically LED was kind of in space because the walls and floor had disappeared from Ooh. like the, you know, from where we were as we're trying to find like the control room. Fun. Um, so yeah, we've had <sighs> that and then like also, uh, um, yeah, basically what the character she was at the time just running into walls, she couldn't change it. I had to like restart the game and it was fine. So mm. it has crashed a few times where we've had to basically restart the game. I'm, I'm playing on Switch. Mm-hmm. It's had a bunch of patches in uh well i had a bunch of patches uh since mm-hmm. launch and saying last week uh so hopefully we'll get it gets mm-hmm. better i will say overall i know it's a switch game so i probably shouldn't have expected too much but it doesn't look great really it, it, it does enough you know um and it's fine i guess to play in co-op and the reason i bought on switch is because you know i've got switch controller i've got 
couple of pads, whereas I don't have multiple pads for my other yeah, consoles. That so, so that's why I did that. But I saw pictures, someone posted a picture on Twitter of just like the Xbox version. I was like, oh my God, okay, so that's what this game looks like. <laughs> That it looks really gorgeous uh, mm. on on those consoles, whereas yeah, the anti alias anti alias thing on Switch is really severe. Well, because I was, was going to say, because I mean, playing this on the Series S, there is definitely like it is definitely a bit. It's got a bit of that you know the Vaseline vision. It's a bit. I don't know. It, it definitely looks better than you know, in like you know, your brand new Xbox. You load up a like a three sixty game, and it's like, oh, actually, yeah, this was never running at ten eighty p. Back in the day, like this is this is clearly like yeah. a nine hundred p game or whatever, and you can really see it. Whereas this is, so it's, I don't think it's. I think the the interface and everything is like you know ten eighty p fourteen forty whatever, but I think the game itself is rendering at a lower resolution, like the you know the three D stuff. But it it's I don't know it's it must be using the Series S's you know fancy smoothing tech um because it's it's not offensive at all there's definitely a a lack of clarity there but i'm not like there's no jaggies do you know what i mean it's not like oh god that looks really ugly um and you know and the frame rate's been really consistent and it does look beautiful like it's it's really nice being able to go to locations from like from the phantom menace right which i don't i don't hate the film obviously it's not one of the best um but it's nice to be able to just <laughs> no, like, even clearly say that. <laughs> it's nice to be able to just appreciate some of the locations from it like you know like the you know the, the city in naboo and stuff and it's just like yeah this this was always beautiful it was just in a not great film whereas now i can just walk about yeah. you know walk around at, at my my leisure and like like going to like coruscant as well and the fact that so we're in the sort of you know between missions just roaming around um just looking at stuff and isaac uh wanted because obviously you know the on screen you know the hood was guiding him towards there's like a, a taxi where you can do like fast travel between different bits and i was like he kept, he kept sort of going to that and he was like and i was i can't remember i was still looking at something i was like oh no just give me a second like let me just look at this or let me do this I was, I was figuring out one of those little environmental puzzles where you get those glowing blue bricks um yeah, yeah, and then eventually when I was like, right, okay, let's go. And he, you know, so he opens up the menu again and he goes to like a different part of Coruscant. And it didn't take me with him. We could both explore completely different bits of the city on the same screen. And I was just like... Mm. Does it do the dynamic spitty screen job? It, like it, used it to. doesn't. It doesn't do the, um, yeah, the, the thing they started doing with like the Lego Marvel stuff. It yeah. is just permanent uh-huh. split down the middle, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, full split screen. But yeah. it's, yeah, it's just really impressive how... Because, you know... Like as everyone knows now, like split screen stuff is more difficult than you would think with with three D games, because it essentially breaks loads of like tricks that you know developers use to keep the frame rate um, mm. stable and stuff. Mm. So, so yeah, so the fact that not only does it you know work really well, but actually there are bits of the game where yeah you can go to different areas within the same location, and yeah, it's just absolutely fine with it, which I, yeah I thought was really impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. I mean, Elodie I, I, kind of got lost. She, she went on like a speed, and I'm like, hey, we're doing this mission. And she's like, no, I'm off. I'm like, where, even, where even are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, obviously there's like markers on the screen to tell, you know, to help each other find, find help one another. But um, yeah, she went off burning like, through the streets. I'm, like, I'm trying to, can we? No, we're not going to focus on the mission, are we? Yeah. Okay. As it's um, essentially like a remake of the original two trilogies mm. of lego games do you know if they've kind of um basically just chopped the crap out of it because me and leon played um <laughs> played the the 
the complete saga on the Xbox 360, which is the only Lego game that has online co-op. Even with this new one, I believe that it hasn't got online That's, co-op. Yeah, yeah no one um, I know you can do like um, you can control player two's pad online yeah. through like remote play or whatever they call it. But it's not no. the same. So we, we, we thought we'd give this one a go, Lego: The Complete Saga. And oh my god, the longer it went on, <laughs> like these kind of like these segments just kept going on and on mm. and on. I'm just like. If they're going to remake these, they need to just, you know, cut the crap yeah. out and just get straight to the point, really. Because, like, it was like Arena 1, and then, like, there's, like, six of them, and it just kept going on. And it's just like... And it, the weird thing was, like, it was the second game that, that the um, Traveller's Tales had made. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, surely after your first three games, you'd have learned some lessons. <laughs> but they did it in a roundabout way. Like, they did it back to front. Like, the, the latter games that they developed were actually more tedious than the first yeah. three and it's just like oh god come on so i'm hoping like everything else about this new one looks fantastic mm. you know like the new camera angle obviously the new visuals and just the the whole way of presenting it in a, in a new light for basically the same audience i'm guessing because mm. uh, like, like you say if you played it back in the day you probably got a lot of interest in playing it again because you're like oh i remember that when i was a you know a kid and now i'm not a kid and there's a lot of interest there but for me personally like i'd like to know if they've yeah, just basically just kind of just got got to the point of actually just playing those games because there's a lot of filler. There's definitely really there's definitely been a couple of encounters that have gone on longer than I would like. Um Matt, I don't know if you've done the bit in A New Hope where you you're trying to get the Millennium Falcon out of Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and like the waves of enemies oh, yeah. keep coming ashore yes. trying to find the path. And then it's like, oh it now there's the some snipers and you have to make get yeah. the lift working and go up the lift and kill all them and then go back down yeah it did it didn't annoy me but it definitely took longer yeah. than i would have anticipated yeah. <laughs> for like a game of this type but. and they they talk like humans do right and but you can turn it off in the end that's right yeah talk so more like Lego humans yeah Lego so people. it's all fully voiced but yeah you can just turn it yeah. to the sort of gibberish speech that we've seen in some other yeah Lego games which that's i thought was I quite do. a cool i think choice yeah. like, you know yeah yeah i think some of the voice acting is really yeah. good and others are kind of a bit all over the place, but no, I, I, I've quite enjoyed it with, uh, with the voices. I think, I think, Elid, I think it would probably get, well, Elid would probably get a bit more bored if it was just, you know, mm, yeah, Lego lish. Yeah, and they're all perfectly serviceable impressions of the original actors. They're very clearly not the original actors, but I think that's fine. I mean, they're, they're Lego, so it doesn't. Yeah, considering how many actors they need well, to cover, yeah. you can't yeah. really <laughs> expect perfection yeah. so yeah ah, yeah good. so i'd say I'm only a couple of hours in i think you know by next week i know dave's been playing a shitload of this um so i think we'll, we'll probably have a more full um discussion about it then but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, i'm really impressed with it so far right nice I do, I do, I do, I, we'll end this now but do you think go if we went back to like a previous lego game would they would they uh aged well <laughs> or do you think this does enough to actually make them kind of Feel oh. go on, Darren. Like, I mean, as I've just played back. episodes one to six with Leon from the Xbox, um, I can course, pretty yeah. much tell you that yeah, don't go back to him. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh my god, it's just so like padded out with just nonsense. They could just got to the mm. point straight away. Like, there was fun to be had. You know, it's not to say the whole thing was pointless and just like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going croaky today. But yeah, that there was fun to be had across the six. Uh, films across the one game or two games in one compilation but ultimately man like those games like the signposting is awful like there's there's mm. no kind of indication of where you should be going some doorways don't function as doorways whereas another kind of gap in the wall is a doorway and there's just so many moments we're like where do we actually go next because we're so used to modern ways of 
developing you know like I, I imagine valve and their kind of left for deadish kind of you know the light source is the way forward kind of thing is gently persuaded yeah, our yeah. brains to be trained like that and we haven't really mm-hmm. realized it fully until you go back a decade and you're like wow they they really did some like harsh cuts in the geometry here to make the levels join because <laughs> like where'd you go like it, some of it made no sense and we only found it by just fumbling around so the camera wasn't working properly because it was kind of two players on one screen but it only followed one person and leon would just spin off into the distance out of bounds and you're like oh my god yeah this game you can probably <laughs> understand why they didn't have any more games online after this because the net code when you're moving bricks around was a bit fluffy right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was an interesting look back on on games at the 360, but I wouldn't actually go back and play it for funsies. Mm. I think if you were keen, Matt, to try another one, I think probably my favourite, and it does hold up because I've played it fairly recently with Isaac, is the yeah the Lego Marvel superheroes. Mm. Um, I never played yeah. the second yeah, one, okay. but yeah, that's I mean that's the one that so, so a it has the cool dynamic split screen thing which yeah. is still really impressive. Uh, B it supports FPS boost on the Xbox, um, and yeah, I think because I grabbed that, I think it was one and two were on sale for like twenty quid for both. Um, and yeah, like I, because I remember, because I got it like it's a couple of months back. Isaac was having a friend over who's like obsessed with Marvel stuff, and I was like, yeah, I'll just get him this, and then just let them play that. Turned out his mate wasn't actually asked when he came round. I was like, no, look, you can play as the Hulk because your favourite, and he's just like, nah, right. Then, Who's the Hulk? I don't care. Hmm? Oh yes, <laughs> I like Superman. That's, yeah. that's me. Hold <laughs> um, But yeah, no, th- yeah. that one totally holds up, and it's and it's again still quite impressive, like in terms of it being an open world, like because the you know the Avengers ship, whatever yeah. it's called, is just in the sky, and you fly up to it, mm. like you know, oh, I'll just I'll switch to Iron Man and fly up, to, fly up, and you know, end up on the on the ship, and then you and then you skydive back down into the city again. It's proper good. I'm reliably informed by uh, Nick Suits or Nick Suiters that oh, yeah. um, the Lego Jurassic Park ones or one is a is mm-hmm. a very good game indeed. Okay, as his cool. little boys been playing it. Cool. Okay, nice. How were the Lego Harry Potter games? Um, ah, now because Elodie is obsessed with Harry Potter. One of them, I can't remember which one, so you'll have to find out. I remember one of them, like everyone went absolutely nuts for because. I remember it, it may it may have just been the first Lego Harry Potter. I just remember it came at a time where everyone was like, yeah, all the, the actual Harry Potter games have completely missed the point. Whereas this Lego Harry Potter game is, hey, just fuck around in Hogwarts. Like, <laughs> you know, just explore it and, and, you know, just enjoy being in the location rather than like, this is the story from the film or book, you know. Um yeah. So yeah, it's I reckon one I might go back. Yeah, you can get the Harry Potter collection years one to seven. Um, I don't know how many games that is or what, mm. but yeah, yeah, if only like twelve. You picked, quid a, on picked a hell of a time to get into <laughs> Harry Potter Lego games. I know. Yeah. I know it's, it's um, so weird because like yeah, Elodie's obsessed. Her room is decorated head to toe. She has a like, Harry Potter yeah. scarf. We went to like a shop in York over Easter, which is like Harry Potter. She's obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we listen to the audio books in the car, and it's kind of yeah. it's sad because you know. Now I think about J.K. Rowling. Yeah. That's kind of, I think that's it's, really nice, as it? long as you're making sure she's taking the positive stuff away from it and not. Yeah. Yeah, she she doesn't know yeah, who. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just pirate pirate all of it, then then it's fine. <laughs> um, um, I really wish they'd make a Star Trek Lego game. God, yeah. Um, God. 
Yeah, it's kind but of ridiculous they haven't. Right that feels it, like a it? franchise that would yeah. be right And, and again, it. like, like Star Trek games in general, not a great selection, to be honest. Although that new one no. um, sounds really promising. Uh, yeah, because it's um, ex-Telltale yes. yeah, devs, yeah. isn't it? And honestly, mm. the t- the Telltale format is yeah. perfect for yeah. Star Trek because it's, ne- like, it's never been the action-heavy, mm. you know, uh, adventure story that Star Wars mm-hmm. is right. So having it be driven by choice, having it be driven by dialogue, that is more in keeping with the uh, the Star Trek kind of ethos. Mm. So yeah, that could be exciting. I Have hope you seen? It is. I read a preview on. I'm going to say PC Gamer might not be correct. Okay. Um, yeah, which was very much like this. Yeah, it's very. Uh, Star Trek Next Generation it's it's all just interesting oh, yes. choices and yeah just sort of it, like you know sort of interesting sort of cultural clashes and and tough decisions and I was like yeah it's just that like, everything I, just, I want basically I just want Patrick Stewart to give me a monologue about <laughs> ethics that's that's all I yeah. want like that's all yeah. I need I'm more of a Lego Fringe. Red Dwarf man myself but you know that would work yeah be up for that you know holly in lego form it kind of writes itself doesn't it yeah and Crichton, he's 100%. almost a lego man he's right. basically already there yeah. lego x-files <laughs> lego x-files would be good that would work that would work that would um, be great right should we move on to questions yeah I'll, is that a question I'll, I'll cool. for these. yeah so if you want to leave us a question go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs we're going to start with trees smurf do you have any weird gaming ticks that are incredibly pointless and just get in the way? For example, when I score in Rocket League, I almost always throw the controller up in the air and catch it That's risky it again. business, man. That's like 70 quid up in the air every time. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, I don't think I could risk that. Yeah. I'd be too scared. Playing with fire right there. Um, I, mean, I suppose, like, because, because, like, Isaac is so into Pokemon now and he watches watches the show all the time and stuff. Uh, I say the show, the show is plural because it's like, fucking five different series now um yeah we like when we were playing arceus together like we like we'd like so as i'm like doing the you know the battle commands on the screen like we'd act we'd like shout them out loud and like gesture and stuff like ash does in the show that was incredibly funny really enjoyed doing that but yeah <laughs> confers no benefit whatsoever um it's just a funny thing to do if you've got a four-year-old child. I mean, there was a reason why I was quiet during the Elden Ring chats because I can't mm-hmm. handle that kind of game anymore. Well, for now, anyway, it's fine. I might get to one point. But when I used to play... That's, yeah, no, absolutely. What? I I was the same. If I hadn't mm. been gifted a copy of Elden Ring, I'd probably be going like, no, I'll play Tunic instead. It's, yeah. it's better. <laughs> but my, um, my weird gaming yeah. tick for From games, especially Sekiro, is that I, it, I'd get so frustrated that I'd just, just punch my leg over and over again. Just my left leg. Ooh. Just, just yeah, I was like, maybe I should stop playing these games. So um, Yeah, for, for, no, fair enough. Just your left leg, so you didn't even distribute no, the No, well, punches. my left arm's not as good, so if I wanted to proper punch my leg, I had to go with the right arm <laughs> on the left leg for proper maximum reach. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't punch my right leg on my right arm because that's just too close. You've got to yeah. go... Yeah, it'd be and stupid like, otherwise, not it? My legs are wide apart as well because I'm a man. Do you know what I mean? I'm proper yeah, obviously. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm going to proper wall yeah. my... I thought, I don't need this. Yeah, so um, in terms mm. of like positive gaming ticks, I don't know. Um, I just put a fist pump the air. Wee. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? Anyone else? Yeah, I mean, I would probably, I would probably clap, but you know, I, I do a lot of clapping anyway. I'm still so not witnessing this. Like so I'm, I'm excited about it. Just one big pop of a clap. <laughs> <from> a clap. <laughs> just one big, you know, meaty clap. Anyway, um, 
Anything uh, you, Joshua? Meaty clap. No, I, I cannot. I mean, yeah, we just found the episode <laughs> title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, I can only think of negative yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. I, like uh, for example, like I get really the hand spiders that mm. um, uh, Sean alluded to. They really frustrate, like, massively frustrate mm. me because they're so yeah. aggressive and sometimes like i'm gonna sound like a parody of myself <laughs> like sometimes when i get really angry at a game i get like hyper articulate about why <laughs> like no one's in the room no one else is in the room it's just me but i'm like i've got no room to breathe <laughs> like there's no room to breathe with this enemy like and just start criticizing the, the, the design <laughs> decisions <laughs> Does, um, oh, does anyone else do the, the twist of the controller when they're frustrated? It's almost like it's a neg con from the PS1 or the. Or the um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, you know, you twist the controller, you're like, I'm going to break this in a minute. I better stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we have done that. Angry I haven't twisted one to bits yet. Yeah. Not much of a disguise, though, is it? Um, I mean, the, the Switch is pretty thin. You can, like, you know, I, I don't bend it, but, like, you can. Oh, you could, yeah. You, know, you, want, it, you, you, you want to snap a Joy Con off. You want to snap that in two yeah, sometimes. Talk to me. Yeah, uh, Tyson. Okay, Tyson Fury, maybe the boxer. Who knows? Who would win in a boxing match between the hardest member of TCGS and the hardest member of Kane and Rince? <laughs> but but before before we dive yeah. into this, th- we need to establish something because like there's no point having this conversation unless this is established. Mm. Does John yes. Denton still count as a member of TCGS? I don't know at this point. Does he? I, I feel like it would feel like a feel like a cheat to to wheel him out just for this. Yeah, because like let's be honest, like a frank and abrasive personality isn't going to win against actually trained to beat people up. Like <laughs> a bit harsh on James Farley, but like, I understand. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I mean, for the sake like, of if if John Denton does does count, there's no. I was going to say for, for the sake Denton of an interesting wins. discussion, I think we should say John. Yeah. Out, yeah. Um, so, right, David, I'm sorry. <laughs> is David actually the hardest member of TCGS, or is he just? Peacocking? I don't know. I like, genuinely don't what, know. I yeah. I feel like you know when Dave, because you know as you get to know Dave, it's like yeah, you know he supports Millwall, but. It's, he's, he is actually just quite a nice nerd, mm. but then yeah. you know, and then but then he talks about like, oh yeah, you know, here's when I was tortured at Scouts when I was a child, <laughs> yeah. and I appear to not bear oh, any okay. trauma from that. And you're like, fuck, man, it's, it's a classic origin yeah. story. So <laughs> it just I don't know. Sometimes what's he really like? He just wheels about. stuff like that out, and I'm like, oh, I'd find that really upsetting, but it doesn't appear to bother you. So maybe it's really tough. I don't know. Or it's, or it's just in okay. denial. It doesn't matter because Jay Taylor's just the answer. I'm sorry. Is he? That guy is just hilarious. Well, come on. Like, when I wind him up on the Slack channel and you could just, you, you can feel the heat coming off your screen. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take the piss <laughs> out. Like, no, I think with, you, with these conversations, people are too quick to pick, like, the the quick temper mm. right the the person who angers mm. the quickest is like oh yeah they're tough but that's not necessarily a indication of hardness and <laughs> toughness like like you know Brian who is the loveliest person you'll ever mm. meet kind empathetic etc etc also works in a prison <laughs> so 
maybe he's yeah. quite tough, to, yeah, you know? Like, so, I don't know. Like, I I mean, Jay would definitely be the funniest answer <laughs> to this, but, Let's you know. Out. I don't know. Lee I just want to self I just want to do it now. I want to do, you know, like when you had Gervais fighting Anthea Turner's ex-husband Grant. or whoever it was, you know, Grant Boat, that's the one, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what I want if I could, you know, let's just do it. Let's just have a... I mean, I, the trouble is I don't want to kill anyone. That's my worry. Yeah, we, yeah. Matt's very frightened that he'll yeah. kill someone with a single punch. It does happen. It does happen. It, it does well, happen. Exactly. Yeah. And there'll be the one time I throw a punch, I mean, yeah. you know. The truth is, you should avoid violence whenever you can, and Go you on. shouldn't. You shouldn't encourage it. I don't know. It's so, quite for me a few times. Yeah, Maybe but if you time. have to, for, but what yeah. I what if it's entertaining? I mean, bo- boxers famously suffer suffer from long term debilitating illnesses post their career. So you know, as long as you're oh. willing to. <laughs> To stomach that, I was that, uh, fine. I picked Isaac up from the childminder today, Wait. and and I was like, "Oh, has he been good?" And she was like, "He was hitting a bit this morning." One of the other kids was winding him up. Um, I was already in training. Well, that's good. Okay, <laughs> and, then, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? What was he? What was he doing, Isaac?" And he's like, "Oh, he's calling me names." And I was like, "Oh, all right, but that's not you know, it's not a good enough reason to hit someone." Like, and I was, <laughs> And like the child man still stood there, said, "You know, there's very few good reasons to hit people, Isaac." And the child man goes, "Yeah, there's no good reasons to hit someone." <laughs> I, I, I just stopped off looking up her and being like, "Well, come on." Like, <laughs> I've hit a few people in my time. It's, it, was, it was justified. It was warranted. That's what I meant. Zero. But yeah, it's, speaking of um, boxes, yeah, that are not, you know, kind of problems when they're older. Uh, literally mm-hmm. today, Frank Bruno mm-hmm. was in town and he was lost. And you're like, mate, you've lived here all your life. And you look oh, like man. he was actually lost. Poor guy. Oh, that is, yeah. Proof is quite sad, pudding, isn't it? In the Bruno pudding. Blimey. We, we still haven't answered no. this question. Who would... Who would Me. But, who would... Okay. Who... Da, da, okay. Darren, you're up against David. I'd love that. <laughs> he, tried to, he tried to wind me up when we were on the stage that other year. And I was like, trying to be all cool with his uh, sunglasses on. And I just started stiffing my armpits for no reason. And he found it funny. <laughs> so that was good enough for me. That was a good time. Yeah, it was good, yeah. Uh, well, in, in which case, we'll say, we'll say David. Yeah. Um, and Dave, yeah. Dave may not uh, be the really? hardest, but he'd definitely be the most yeah. up for it. I'd unleash my inner kin- uh, Keith Flint is what I'd do. I'd just go a bit crazy. I'd go a bit wild. It's in there somewhere. I'd just love to see it. I just maybe see maybe it. this is like an unstoppable force meets an immovable object <laughs> situation where the two would be locked in a Xenoblade Chronicles style <laughs> fight forever where the two titans just go at each see other forever. Um, yeah, we'll stream yeah. a lot on Twitch. Have you? <clears throat> Yeah, a twenty-four hour boxing yeah, match, a twenty-four hour forever boxing match. <laughs> yeah, that well, never ends. Rumble, we'll tag each other in. <laughs> Are we naked? Cut this. Yeah, uh, yeah, my well, depends on. how much people pay to <sighs> okay. show up. Um, Different streaming service then. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, I'm sure we'll find a provider. Yeah. Um, 
thanks for the 200 bits. Um, Maria Mendieta, dear TCGS combat nice. system. With David discovering the depth of a Kirby game with his son, or through his son, I was reminded of the how of how Laboratory's genius. They had a studio that made a compelling puzzle game franchise out of a square on the mm. 3DS. Which game from how or any other developer do you admire for its simplicity? Thank you for keeping me smiling week after week. Sincerely, Maria. Tetris. Yeah, I was going to say answer. it's the answer. Tetris is the answer, isn't it? Easiest answer in the world. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Because there's, you but know. Yeah, the, Box Boy is great too. I've, I've never played Box Boy. That's, I, yeah, they're really nice. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a proper how game. You know, yeah. you just chill out, solve some puzzles. It's great. I, um, years and years and years ago, when I was, I don't know, 10 or 11 ish, um, I there was a like a shareware demo for a game called Tumblebugs, and I don't know why it was called that because there were no bugs in it. It was this game. It was just like a one-on-one like sort of like spaceship combat game, but you weren't in space. You were on a planet, and it was all it was all voxels. Remember voxels? Um, yeah, because yeah, was it Delta? Was it one of the Delta Force yes, games that's ever had right. like voxels? Yeah, yeah. Like a new um, way. Yeah, yeah. Of- so it was all, it was all yeah. voxel based. So it, and so it looked really cool. And it was literally just both players like hunched over the same keyboard. You know, you had up, down, left, right, just to sort of fly the ship around and a fire button. And like we'd just play that for hours. It was just there was something about like the the feel of the ships. Like there was, it was a little bit physicsy. There was, you know, the terrain was sort of just interesting enough. There was like little hills and like, you know, valleys and stuff that you could sort of use it to your advantage at times. And, but yeah, like on paper, nothing to it. And yet, yeah, we, we could just play that forever. That was proper good. I think that's the question answered. Although it may be Tetris. That, that may be the real, the, the real Tetris. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> it is, I mean, yeah, the actual answer is Tetris. Yeah, it, it's Tetris. Like the fact yeah. that like, Tetris effect uh, is amazing, but it's essentially, I mean, calling it like a, a coat of paint is is doing it a huge disservice. But you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, yeah. it's an aesthetic <laughs> change, but the the game is more or less the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> We're going to end with a question from Paul. My only question for the TCGS crew is: What's the cheapest and best? way right answers only to stop the exhaust muffler on a 2010 toyota corolla from making a worrying rattling noise on left turns keep up the good work paul uh, new exhaust hangers is that the answer i, I mean i don't, yeah i don't I, I can't believe you we've nailed it. i mean we get these questions every week i don't even have I mean, a car the I amount know. of questions we've had about toyota corollas particularly 2010 models yeah. as well i'm sick of them so i'm glad you've come in and just given just us the answer it. that everyone yeah. needs it's just dry as a Cold sausage, just that's the answer. There you go, Paul. It's just, just no exhaust. Deal with it, mate. Let's get it sorted. <laughs> That'll be fifty quid, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I could be in the um, into the uh, the digital MOT game. I think you can come to me. I'll charge you like ah oh, twenty five. Mates, rates in it. It'd be all right. Yeah, twenty five. I, I assume Joshua, you were going to say the same answer. Just down got in the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there you go, Paul. That, that's that answered uh, for you. That's it for questions. Cool. Don't do the socials. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so this Thursday at nine, uh, Sean is streaming. See your friends. Yeah, it was the first one last week with Cami Toman. He was on the the Sea of Friends, Sea of Thieves stream. Did, did, I don't know, did you get a chance be... to watch any of this, Mark? I haven't known no, so it was, it was Easter holiday. I mean, I'm lucky that I got it up on course, YouTube yeah, as it yeah, was, yeah. but no, I didn't. No, so I, I didn't that get to that wasn't it. me like expecting you to have. I was just going to say, like, basically, you know, like obviously the amount of ranting I've done about like pricks in Sea of Thieves, like, loads of them. yeah, um, 
And then you invite Cameon. And then you invite Cameon, yeah. Um, so but, like, confused. broadly speaking, like, it's been a long time since anyone's, like, griefed us, right? I don't know if that's just look of the draw or we got better at avoiding people or, or whatever. Mm. But basically, it's been a long time since we've had, like, a bad experience. Literally, the first 10 minutes of this stream... <sighs> Like, we saw another boat, and it was like, ah, oh, well, they know we've just literally just set off. There's no point. Oh, they're attacking us. <laughs> okay. And, oh, uh, yeah, and one of them used a slur as well, so that was, that was fucking cool. fantastic. Cheer, mate. Um, so, yeah, but no, other than that, it was really lovely. So I'm, I'm, I know I was sort of bumming and ahhing about whether or not this would be a series, but it definitely is. And I'm, the, the aim is to have a different friend on each week. Um, so there'll be, like, a, a rotating cast of people we like. Uh, joining me on the Sea of Friends. So, yeah, that'll be Thursday at 9pm-ish. Fantastic. If you want and if someone you missed, to come it, on, sorry to jump in there, but if you want no, someone to come 100%. on yeah. who's got year one pirate legend sales that you can't get anymore, if you want a target <laughs> on your ship, these are the sales for it. Like, oh, you've played the game and you got pirate legend in year one. I'm coming for you. So if you want a, if you want a bit of aggro... <laughs> come see me because i've got the target that you need 100 percent, man i'd definitely love to have you on at some point that'd be really cool but uh, so i guess my question is i wasn't sure if someone sees that is that a sign to keep away because they know you play it long enough that you can destroy them or they're like we're gonna try and get you because we know you've probably got good stuff it works both ways doesn't it like if you see someone with like super wicked sales that you can only get within the first year you go well respect to them because they played the game for a long time and also i really want to take them down it's that kind of you know um (laughs) Well, because it goes because it goes the other way as well, doesn't it? Like if you see a ship that's just like the basic default ship, yeah, and you're like, well, they that could be someone who's literally never played the game before, or it could be someone who's been playing it for four years and is being a a prick and is misleading me on purpose. But then, like, whenever I set sail in Sea of Thieves, mm. and I don't care about the cosmetics, I just set sail with a blank ship, and I don't even Do think you? about it sometimes. Oh, I normally no, dress I... up my ship when I'm playing with friends. Oh, I absolutely love dressing up the ship, man. Oh, it's great, isn't it? It's yeah. very good. It is nice. Um, anyway, sorry, Matt, go on. <laughs> no, no, so if you miss that live, you can watch on YouTube. Uh, the first one is up now, and they'll be up uh, the day or so after Sean streams. That is Thursday from 9 at twitch.tv slash tcgsco. If you're on Amazon Prime, and you have Twitch, then connect the accounts, and you've got Twitch Prime Gaming. And with that, you get one free sub every single month. You can't keep it. You've got to give it away to another channel. And we'd love it if you want to go to our channel at twitch.tv slash tcgsco and give us your free monthly sub. We really appreciate it. It makes a huge amount of difference to us. Um, so we'd love that if you choose to do that. Also, Patreon, as we mentioned, patreon.com slash tcgs for exclusive podcasts, live talks overs, and to support what we're doing over here. If you're buying games or V-Bucks or Rocket League passes on the Epic Games Store, either console or PC, we've got we've got creator code, enter TCGS at the checkout, and apparently we get a kickback. We haven't seen much of it. Yeah, we've seen none of it. I was going to so say, far, did you get I, anything? Because I, I, I bought Solar Ash the other week. Yeah, no, I, I did I, I did log in a while ago. Mm. I don't think I've logged in since you bought that. Because ah, okay. other people said, no, we've done it. I just haven't seen anything of it yet i'll log in and see if anything's happened and the website is tcgs.co for links to our podcast our gorgeous discord our store uh tcgs con tickets still on sale there's still a few left go to tcgs.co slash tcgs con for them uh and that's it amazing josh and darren thank you so much for joining us Oh, I hope you're too boring. Oh. I think you I think you're all right. We do all right. You do okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were fantastic. Thank you ever so much. Yeah. Would you like to plug yourselves, Daft? <laughs> no. Do, not really. <laughs> <laughs> 
So myself and Darren feature on a video game podcast called Caden Rince, which oh, no fair. one on the, who listens to this has ever heard before. No, um, zero this crossover. is literally the first time you've heard of yeah. it. People uh, thought it was made up. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this <laughs> just fantasy just like a running enemy. gag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, basically, um, uh, we, we take a game. Uh, or a series of games, and we examine and dissect that game in detail. Um, it may just be the Ken and Rince panel. We occasionally have guests. Sean has Hello. been on more than a few uh, mm. Ken and Rince episodes. Matt, have you been on Ken and Rince? No, I know nothing about games. games. Oh, yeah, he doesn't finish games, so he's not allowed on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I finish plenty of games. Baby. When, when, when you know, finish I, your I'm first idiot, game, so... let Leon know, no. and he'll get you on yeah. the schedule. Um, yeah. Well, I, I've, I finished... Um... Yeah, yeah, you know what, you got a point. Okay. <laughs> Actually, Matt, I finished Half-Life Alex, and I DM'd you on Twitter saying, do you want to do a, a spoiler cast? You didn't even reply, so what's the Motherfucker. Oh god, I'm I'm the worst. I'm just I'm not I'm I'm an idiot. You're, not, you're categorically not the worst, Matthew. <laughs> you're the best, Matthew. We okay, categorically, sure. And I think I said that wrong. Anyway, yes. Yeah. So yeah, go over to your podcast app of choice, search Kane and Rince, and you'll find us. We also have the website where you'll find lovely articles um, and the Patreon where we have bonus shows, etc, etc. Um, and you can find me at Combine Hunter on Twitter. Darren? No, I don't exist online. Okay, cool. Fair enough. That's probably Best way wise. To be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Support that decision. See you in four years. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. Thanks to both of you, uh, Matt. I feel like we feel like we don't really need Dave and James, do we? I think we're all right. No, I think that's it. Yeah, now. nailed it. Who? Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, Darren. Thanks for that's listening. Right. I'm bringing the toot. Yeah. I'm Big ready. Time. Thanks for listening, and thanks for letting us be natural. We'll see you next week. Ta-ra. Bye, everyone. Bye. Peace out. Ooh, that's new.